from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Eric, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, buddy. Um, Welcome to uh, Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Thank you. I'm excited to be on. All right, Eric, uh, where and when does your hell of a story take place? My story is in uh, Miaca City, Florida. Okay. Okay. And when when did this all go down? July 17, 2022. Oh, so oh. just recently. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so 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 take us through this now. Um what uh what's your story? I I had found a little dirt road that I've never seen before. I I was out working and had some extra time on the Sunday. Drove down the road, uh, started cleaning my van out because there happened to be a dumpster there. Took a little walk through the woods, got a little wild because that's what I do. Had had a little extra freedom. Uh, it, it was more swamp than woods. Okay, so you're in this like remote area somewhere there in Florida, right? You said you stopped off because of work. What do you do for a living? I'm a sprinkler guy. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. At this point, you're you're sort of out in the middle of nowhere, uh, which is more swamp than forest, and you're wandering around, and you said you got a little bit lost, right? Yeah, I got, I got more than a little bit lost. I was lost for about three hours out in the woods and found an orange grove, uh, pretty much cut up from head to toe from just pushing my way through. Just At that point, it was still kind of fun. Okay. okay. So, um, so what what happened? Well, when I couldn't find my way through, um, I, I just started pushing my way through some very large grasses, looking for a body of water that I knew where my van was. I, I didn't want to go back through the woods, uh, so I took a shortcut across the lake, started swimming. You know, I had to drop all of my clothes off because I, I started to drown, actually, oh, from the weight of the clothes. After being stuck in the forest for three hours, now I'm stuck in water for two and a half hours, three hours. Um, I look over, and it was there was a gator right there. Oh, um, I, I went to go and try to swim off. The, the alligator grabbed a hold of my arm, snapped it backwards. Oh, my God. Chugged me underwater three times um, as I pushed it up. The alligator rolled and took off with my arm. <laughs> hold on a second. What? It, 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 so you're naked in the water swimming and a gator comes up, grabs your arm and rips it right off? Uh, essentially, it was a little more than that. We fought first. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, fine. You lost the okay. fight with an alligator and he took your arm. <laughs> yes, sir. Gators, like, they do that death roll thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it does the death roll, that's probably what saved my life. Because, um, I mean, you can see the tissues in my arm, bones sticking out. Like, oh. If I tried to move my fingers, you, you could just see it twitching. <gasps> what? Okay. Do you manage to swim to the side? I, I Yeah, yeah. I, I swim to the side, and I was actually stuck out in that swamp for an additional three days with no arm. What? Hold on a Hold second. Hold on a second here. You're in the water, 
after just getting into a fight with an alligator, sorry, losing a fight with an alligator, the alligator takes your arm, you get to the side. I correct you on, on that. Yeah. I didn't Go lose. I, I got away. I would say, I, yeah. The alligator I, I, okay. won in my life. So you're on the I, side there and with no arm, no clothes, and you're stuck there for how many days? Three days. Three days I pushed my way through until I found my way back to the fence that I had jumped to get there. How did you not bleed out? The doctor said either some soft tissue really got packed in there good, or when she did her death roll, which is what I thought had originally happened, it kind of it twisted the right stuff up like a tourniquet did it. Wow. Okay, so... So you're wandering around. Are you naked at this point, still wandering around? Well, well yeah, I was going to that water after my clothes. <laughs> okay, so okay, so so you're na- you're now naked and armless, um, wandering around a Florida swamp, trying to find your way back to the van. This took three days. Yes, three days, uh, and a lot of pain. Um, I did do quite a bit of sleeping out there, believe it or not. Did you at um, any point in the in your time out there in the swamp were you like yelling like at kind of at the top of your lungs to see if you can get anyone's attention? Pretty much the whole time. I, after the three days, I found the fence, and there was a guy on the other side of it because it's they call it a fish camp. It's a little boat ramp out there. Yeah, I had to actually get back in the water at one point to get back towards my van with the alligator like following me. Oh my oh, goodness! So. That is, first of all, that is a hell of a story, Eric. This might be my favorite hell of a story. Your um, favorite? Is, yeah. Is there is there a lesson in all of this, Eric? Like, I don't know. Like, did you come out of this, you know, with some new insights just into into life or gators? Or, like, what's the lesson in all of this? Is there one? Yeah. No, no absolutely. I, I mean, as far as me, I, I'm completely changed. I, I used to dig holes for a living. Now I want to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> Dude, as far as the lesson goes, don't get lost in the woods. You can't see the forest through the trees. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a enough. long few days. Eric, thank you very much for joining us today. That is definitely one hell of a story. All right. I, I'm so glad to hear it. One yeah. final question, Eric. Are you still armless or do you have like a prosthetic now? Um, Actually, I was supposed to go get fitted for one this week. Uh, I, I missed the appointment. Uh, it's one of the things I've got to do. Damn, man. Oh, my God. That's dude. crazy. Eric. Yo, Eric, thank you so Thanks much for, for sharing with us, man. man. No, thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. My mom and my brother read my book this weekend. Ooh, and? Yeah. The whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah. Well, I saw you post on IG. Yeah. Like yeah. You had like, um, there was a bottle of vodka. Yep. And then there was a box of tissues. Yeah. Two notepads. Two notepads. And then I think snacks. All maybe snacks. Ch- chips and Yeah. Chips and, and, and Twizzlers and, yeah, yeah. and, and everything. And uh, they came over. Um, I brought them out to the cottage. And they came over and they listened to and followed along uh, the audiobook in one sitting. Hold on a second. Yeah. But we discovered that the audiobook yeah. is almost nine hours. It's eight hours and fifty six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And they did it in one they did it in one sitting. So where were they sitting? Like on the they- couch. On the couch yeah, the entire day. The entire day. And then what were you doing? Um, I had time? stuff to do. I went out, I mowed the lawn, I went to the store, bought some groceries. I, ca- I mean, I would come back 
And I had headphones set up for myself too, so I could come back, just sit in a chair with them and just put headphones on and sort of listen along for a little while. And I would sort of do that all all day, but I just kept coming in at like all the super sad parts and oh, then no. I would get like all busted up and then I would leave. But we would like, they would pause it. They would like, we would, we would sort of discuss things as, as oh, we were going man. through it. Oh, um, did they, they wrote notes, obviously? They started to, and then after that, they, and then after that, they, they, they didn't, they just sort of consumed it all, right? Were there like, notes on the book or like notes? Like, were there questions that they wanted to ask yeah, you like after? At the, yeah, at the beginning. I think at the beginning, you know, um, my mom had some my mom had some questions. And then after a while, that seemed less and less and less important. And I think that they just, both of them kind of got really into uh, the, the story once they knew where it was, where it was going. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a real emotional day. Like it was... Really? Yeah, yeah, it was a crazy, it was a crazy day. Like, a, like a, it was a. And like, wild, did you guys have to stomp down? Like, you make them lunch. And, yeah, I did. I made we had them ham sandwiches, and then yeah. uh, and then we. But had, then, like had, during during lunch. Yeah. Was that their like their break from it, or you made yeah. them sandwiches, handed it to them, no, and no, then they, they ate we, while they listened? They took a break. They took a they took a break. So realistically, <sighs> they started at ten a.m. Uh-huh. and they finished at eleven thirty p.m. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was I mean, it was beautiful. It was a real sort of beautiful day. I was very much looking forward to um having my my mom and especially my brother uh my brother read the read the book. What was the conversation after? Or were they just so tired they just wanted to go No, to bed? no, it was um it was emotional, right? Yeah. Like it's because you when you go through life, like if you if you sat down and you wrote out your life, right? Like you would write things of course from your perspective, but you're also going to write things from your your own memory. Mm-hmm. And when something happens to a family, you all go through it together, but you also go through it as individuals and you have your own memories and your own perspective on how things went down. And it was interesting to see my mom and my brother's take on a few things that, mm. that went down, how they were feeling in those particular moments. Wow. And, uh, and so I learned a lot just talking to to them afterwards like it was uh, oh no do you have to go in and do Ria? no 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 because oh. the, nothing's wrong uh-huh. right it's oh, just, just like, it's just i didn't know how they felt correct. during during those moments yeah. right so I, i'll write something like very specific you know about like something that was going on in my life when i was a teenager and my mom had no idea mm-hmm. and then so i had to reassure her that she was you know she's a great mom and all Aww. this stuff because you know she sort of there was a couple moments i think where she was a little bit hard on herself yeah because there was just stuff that she you know didn't notice oh, that's or, real nice or or, did or, or didn't pick up on and uh so we talked through you know we talked through that but it was oh, really man. beautiful now do you think after it was really beautiful they now know what's in the book and yeah. they went through that experience yeah that you your mom and your brother are now like a little bit like did it bring you together a little bit more like a little yeah bit closer? I'll, I'll tell you we hadn't hung out the three of us like that in years yeah you know oh, we man. hadn't we hadn't had a day where it was really just the three of us like yeah. that in uh, in years and so it was wonderful to do it where one we all had something to do and two it was sort of like looking looking at everybody's life together it was like a you know because we don't really talk about my dad dying and all that stuff we did so much of that over the weekend Mm -hmm. because it's just something that i don't really you know i don't we just don't it never comes up and so so we all got to sort of like relive all of those moments and i got to find out like what was going on in their heads and heart at uh at times that i wrote about what was going on in mine and And then you asked them to fill out a google review and then yeah and then (laughs) And then I was like, you guys don't mind. (laughs) And then I took their books back and I was like, you have to buy yours, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We've been up. September 27th is the release of Roz's memoir, 
a little bit broken. When is that, next week? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. The audiobook is available, too, if you want to get that. And I've been releasing clips on social of just, like, little snippets taken from the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I great, think, by the one way. I think that they're interesting and two, you know, uh, I, well, I don't me, think me, it, me, I don't think it spoils anything, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was difficult to go through and find sort of, you the know, sections. Ones? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without sort of giving, without giving too much away, but also enough where the, the, the little bits make sense. And I know that Maury at the beginning of all this, um, was pissed that he didn't get to read my book, which I'm like, <laughs> I, I called my agent. I'm like, where Shut was up. the audition? Shut up. Do you think anybody auditioned to read my book, Maury, aside from me? I think that there should have been an How open call. How you take that so personal? Like it's a, his it's book. It's my book. They're but his words. Keep in mind, though, it is actually a thing. Like, I, they're, like, authors uh-huh. have to, like, uh, most oftentimes have to audition to read their own books. I didn't know that. Yes, they do. And, and sometimes they don't get the job. But isn't it better to have the author tell the story? Not if you're a crap reader. I guess. Right? Or but you, it's or your... You, you know, it's your words, it's your story, yeah. it's your inflection. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you but they got to sell that, though, right? To emphasize I know, and I, how to but, tell but, the story. But so do pros, right? So do pros. Like, some people who, like, some great writers just aren't great at, like, narrating or, or like, reading. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of skill in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew right out of the gate that I was going to, uh, that I was going to be um, reading mine, that I didn't have to luckily audition to read my own book, right. that they would have killed me. I would have blown the audition. Like, for sure, I would have blown the audition. I love these teasers that you're putting up on social. Uh, at Roz Weston, by the way, if you haven't seen it, it's just a, a white table. Yeah. Your book is there. There's a, a tape player tape recorder that's above the book you put in a tape hit play yeah and for example this happens one thing you should know about me i'm not a very good friend but i am a great friend there's a difference i'm never going to be the guy who organizes wing night i'll always have to be reminded it's your birthday i'll forget to rsvp to your wedding and if i do show up i'll probably leave early (laughs) i'm rarely there for the little things but i am the friend you call when everything goes to hell. I'm the in case of emergency break glass kind of friend. When your marriage is ending or someone you love is dying or you just got fired or cheated on or feel like your world is being pulled apart. I'm that friend. I'm the great. Right. Man, that is (laughs) so true of you. Right. Knowing you for 13 years, every single word of that is 100% 100% true. Yeah. Now let's talk about the read. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Maury, so you have critiques, Maury? Because Maury, I would have said. We're, so here's my thing, is that we're going to allow Maury to critique my read, and then we're going to have Maury do what he would have done had he been hired to read my book. Okay, so what's your critique now, Maury? Uh, my critique is it was a little throaty. Okay. You know, and, and more announcery than personality. Okay. I did. I was just getting over COVID when I read this. I'm not looking for excuses. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, I'm wow. not, I'm not, you're right. I don't want to come no, with excuses. Hey, well, hey, I don't want to come with excuses. Yeah. I mean, you could have waited a week and did the voice work then. That's not true at all. Okay. There's a schedule. And deadlines. Um, yeah. And deadlines. <laughs> There's a lot of people involved in this. So much you uh, know. I didn't do this at home. Like I actually had to go to a place and there was like five <laughs> people like, on the, like listening. Like leisurely on, on okay, your notes. So, so you didn't like my voice. No, I love your voice. I just thought that there could have been a little bit more personality. Oh, interesting. Mm. Interesting. And hey, I could do something and people would yeah. hate it. I'm just saying that this is what I would be told if I did what you did. Interesting. Okay. So so you have the script there, more. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you give this a go sure. and then we'll see what it would have sounded like 
if my book, A Little Bit Broken, was narrated by uh, Damn It, Maury Sherman. Just real yeah. quick, just to remind everyone what the original sounds like. I'll just play a little, yes, a couple please. of seconds yeah. of the, yeah. the beginning. Yeah. One thing you should know about me. I'm not a very good friend, but I am a great friend. There's a difference. I'm never going to be the guy who organizes wing night. That's unfortunate. Okay. Okay, so uh, Which is more because you love wings. So Maury, uh, go go ahead. Sure. Okay. Okay. One thing you should know about me: I'm not really a good friend, but I'm a great friend. There's a difference. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You think people want to hear that? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than one thing you should know about me: I'm not a good friend, no. but I'm a really great friend. Okay, go ahead. Go. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't yeah. have jumped in. I shouldn't have jumped in. Can, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Maury. I'm sorry. From the beginning. Start again, from please? the top, Maury. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. One thing you should know about me: I'm not really a good friend. But I'm a great friend. There's a difference. I'm never going to be the guy who organizes wing night. I'll always have some... I'll always have to be reminded of that it's your birthday. Okay, Roz did a few takes too, I'm sure. No, I didn't. Go ahead. Okay, but you wrote it. Yeah, keep going. Keep Keep going. Keep going. I'll always have to be reminded it's your birthday. I'll forget to RSVP to your wedding. And if I do show up, I'll probably leave early. I'm rarely here for the little things, but I am the friend you call when everything goes to hell. I'm, I'm the in-case-of-emergency-break-glass kind of friend. <laughs> um, I mean... I mean, that's really what you want to hear when you're voicing something is someone laughing in your ear. It's different. It's different. Yeah, I think right? that it's just... It's, it's weird to hear my words read like that. I, I think that that's what it is. It's just a bit shocking. I just think that <clears throat> the tone is not where... Yeah. So let's it should be. Let's switch it up. What other reads do you have more? Like if I if I'm directing you in this and I'm okay, like so I have and, one and, called parking lot. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't mean I mean what of other yours? what other oh. what other reads sure. can you do? Like like, the like style. If, yeah, like if I if I say to you that was just like I just wasn't feeling that. It was a little too Okay, how about this one? It was it was a little right. too yeah, sort yeah. of cavalier mm. like too light. Like, too yeah, it was too right. light. Uh, yeah, let me too, pull this one nice. out of my back pocket. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Okay. One thing you should know about me, I'm not really a good friend. But I'm a great friend. That sounds the exact same as the first one. Mm-hmm. No, a completely different. Do the first one again? One thing you should know about me, I'm not really a good friend, but I'm a great friend. Now do the second one? One thing you should know about me, I'm not really a good friend, but I'm a great friend. It sounds mm. like it sounds like that guy on a Monday. Like <laughs> the, the first read was you on like a Thursday night, right? Uh, Getting ready for the weekend. This sounds like that same guy, but only Saturday on Saturday night guy? No. Uh, yeah, no. let's try Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, give me Saturday oh, night no. morning. One thing you should know about me, I'm not a very good friend, but I'm a great friend. There's a difference. (laughs) Hold on. I'm also a psycho friend. Okay, this is Maury in the closet (laughs) waiting for you to come home. Okay. Okay, Okay, keep going. Okay. okay. In that voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really a good friend, but I'm a great friend. There's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) I love this one Okay, give me more of this Hold on, one more time One more time Give me more of this guy Basement Maury Okay Okay One thing you should know about me I'm not really a good friend But I'm a great friend There's a difference I'm never gonna be the guy who organizes wing night I'll always have to be reminded that it's your birthday. I'll forget to RSVP to your wedding. And if I do show up, I'll probably leave early. No. <laughs> <laughs> what 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm man. rarely here for the little things. Oh my god. <laughs> but I'm the friend you call when everything goes to hell. No, look at Sean. Look at Sean. <laughs> I'm the in case himself. of emergency break glass kind of friend. When your marriage is ending. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Wow. Okay. Uh, or please. someone you love is dying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the job. A little bit broken. Memoir from Ryan. Oh, you were just Out on September 27. Or, on. <laughs> or feel like the world is being pulled apart. Oh, my God. I'm that friend. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we are one week away from the release of my book. Hey! Yay! A little Tuesday, bit broken. The 27th. You can uh, still order that now. My mom's is not showing, like my real mom's is not showing up till mid-October. Really, huh? Because yeah. I've been getting a lot of people sending me DMs saying that uh, that places like Amazon, they've updated their delivery date to the 27th. Like a lot of people are getting it delivered on the day of release, which oh. is which is now, great. Now those people, I don't know if they're in town, maybe the rest of Canada like yeah, Wendy. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um because I, I ordered it as I, well. I really have like Bro, no. Bro, can you just bring me a copy, man? Like, don't I you have them in your garage? Advanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I'll get you. When? I'll, I'll get you. Don't uh, say the twenty seventh. No. Um, we should have had it by now. No. What about? Um, what about just bring it tomorrow? No, I can't you bring it have, tomorrow. Why? Because I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. No, I cannot. Physically, because you, you don't can. have them. I can't. No, I. I don't I, want to? No, it's not that I it's not that I don't want it's not that I don't want to. Should I say something right now? Yes. Yes. Girl, yes. Spill the tea. Let me just wait here. Should I say something? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I should say something. Mocha, don't push another button until he does. Um okay. So, I'm going to start doing press for the book this week. Okay. Right? And because I'm going to start doing press for the book this week, I have to reveal something that is in the book before it gets out of the book. And I'm going to do that on Thursday. So I'm not saying I'm spoiling my own book, but I'm not not saying that I'm spoiling my own book. It doesn't ruin anything. It changes nothing. But I don't like loose ends and I don't like things that are not complete. And there's things in the book that couldn't be completed by the time the book was done. So they were completed after the fact. And I will reveal what that is on Thursday. And when I do reveal, no, not here. Why not here? Why not? <laughs> Your can't. name's on the show. I can't. I can't. How are you going to go do press for the book? I can't. And reveal secrets elsewhere and not here on our show? Because it's a short film that I'm going to reveal. Girl. What? Yeah. So on Thursday, Thursday evening. Is that I red will, carpet? I will be releasing a short film. Yeah. That I guarantee you will be nobody has ever done anything like this when releasing a book before nobody has ever trust me on this nobody has ever done what i'm gonna do on thursday and it's gonna be thursday evening let's say six want to say six let's say six so on thursday i'm gonna be releasing a short film 
And if you don't want to know anything about the book, if you want to go in blind, don't watch it. But it has to be released on Thursday. Just so you know. I have a question. Yes. That was just a bomb of an information. Like, I told the publisher that I wanted to do this, and nobody has ever done. When I say nobody's ever done anything like this before, nobody has ever done anything like this before. Mind blown. And the reason I have to do it on Thursday is because it will be impossible to contain after that. Hmm. So if you if you want to know what it is, yeah. Thursday at 6, if you want to avoid anything that has to do with the book, I will clearly label spoilers all over this thing so I don't ruin it for anybody. But that said, once I do release this, and again, it's a short film, Mm-hmm. Once I do release this, it will be unavoidable. This is Eastern Standard Time, right? Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> shout Girl. Yeah. Okay, 6 p.m. East. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. On wait, Thursday. Wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. 6 p.m. East on Thursday. Now, let me sit for this. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So. Yep. Can we change the time? No. Oh. Can't be like in the morning? Nope. Okay. Can no. we get. It's a film. Like, I can't, like, it's, I can't debut it here. Can we watch it before? You know what? Maybe I'll let you watch it before. Okay. Maybe I'll let you watch it before. Okay. Maybe I'll let you watch it Thursday morning. Girl, are my emotions going to be on, like, high alert? Um, like, will it affect, will people know that I've watched it? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. 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 Ooh, people want to know where, where you were releasing this. Okay, so I'll, I'll, re- I'll, I'll release a version of it on my socials. At uh, Roz the, Weston. At, at Roz Weston. The main, the main release is going to be on my website, rosweston.com. That's where, the, that's where the main release is going to be. So I don't know, like, it, I mean, it, you can tag 925 I'm curious as to whether people are okay if the, if it gets spoiled or if it doesn't get spoiled. And Somebody again, says, let me Roz, just tell why you, you got to do this? I need okay. to know now. Okay. It doesn't, I'm just, I have to stress this enough, right? I'm saying that I'm spoiling my book, but when I say this to mm-hmm. you, it does not in any way ruin the book, will not change your way you read the book. It's just, it has to be this way. There is no way around it. And when I release the short film on Thursday, if you're just joining us on Thursday night, six o'clock, I'm going to spoil my book. Um, Not really though, because it doesn't ruin the book for you, but it needs to happen. I would like you to know before you read the book is what I'm saying. Okay. Because I think it will be a better experience reading the book if 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 you watch this. Okay. I think it's going to be a much better experience. Can I ask my question? Yes. So you're doing press, right? Yes. So presumably anyone who's interviewing you has read the book. So there are, are more people who have read the book before us. Uh, I'll tell you right now, people who have read the book. Because mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't be able to do an interview without people reading the book. The people who have read the book have not read this part of the book. Sure, but people have read oh. the book. <sighs> okay. Girl, again, I, again, again, I did something that like nobody does in publishing, which is we sent the book out to people to do press and to do interviews and nobody got the whole book. And we didn't get the book at all. And you didn't get the book at all. So yeah. we get the book on Friday? Then? Um, yeah, I may give it. No, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll give it to you on Friday. 
I'll give it to you on Friday. Can someone tell Mocha to stop saying girl? <laughs> girl? girl? No. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't help myself. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So, so Thursday at 6, 6 p.m. East, um, I will release a short film that will... Um, It'll like it'll blow people away. Yeah, Trust someone, me. Someone goes, Ross trying to be the Beyonce of books. Yes, I am. <laughs> Girl! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You singing just now? Me? I got a song in my heart. Oh. Don't you worry. <laughs> Sing away. Got a lot what? of things to be excited about. You know. Less than a week away from the uh, release of your book. Right. A little bit broken. And a little less than 24 hours until I spoil the whole thing tomorrow night. Don't say sp- it's. It's not a spoiler, <laughs> though, right? I mean, no. Okay, so if you, you hear if, about this, Deepa, what Ross is doing tomorrow in anticipation. So, oh, yeah. okay. so tomorrow I'm releasing a short film at uh, six p.m. that um, ex- ex- explains a lot of the book, and I have to release it one because it will get out because I'm starting to do press for the book tomorrow. And so it will get out. I would rather I'm the one that gets it out rather than have somebody else um, get it out and shut up. And uh, <laughs> it will I th- it will blow people away. Mm-hmm. Like it will. It doesn't change the book reading experience at all. Mm-hmm. You will still love it. You will still enjoy it. Um, but there were sort of loose ends that I was unable to tie up before I finished the book and I was able to tie up all those loose ends. And so this video, the short film that I'm going to release tomorrow night, makes it a complete experience will people as, opposed have... to, as opposed to you feeling unsatisfied. Will people have more questions after seeing this? No. Or, no. No. All questions will be answered. Okay. Yes. Uh, any of the questions that you've seen so far, or people have DM'd you, right? Yes. Um, will those be answered with what you're releasing tomorrow? Um, like, has th- anyone got close or asked no, specifically? No, God, no. No, no, no. Not no. even. No, 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 no. Is no. it admittance of something like surveillance footage? Um, surveillance, surveillance <laughs> footage. Like, like I'm gonna, like I'm releasing nanny cam stuff that somebody else is about to release. Like on on my like about me. Like no, it's not. No, it's no. not like incriminating. No, no, no. It's it's not. No, no. It's it's not. It's not incriminating. It is a. It's another part of the story. It's another part of my story that, like I said. Um, you know, I want people to know this going into the book, right? Because it's at times a very tough read. My mom, my brother read it on the weekend Mm -hmm. and it's at times, it's at times a, it's at times a tough read. I figured it out. And I think that you need to sort of know where we're, where we're going. No guesses more. I'm not taking guesses. You can DM me like everybody else. I Um, thought this was when you, you know, announced that you actually were in love with me. (laughs) Sorry, no guesses. I'll You're d- right. I'll You're right. You. No, no guesses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Slide you know, into the DMs. Yes, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would rather still. you do that on the radio. Actually, We're, don't DM that to me, Maureen. <laughs> don't, uh, don't DM that to me. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. <sighs> it's time. It is. I'm nervous. Uh, okay, so we've been talking about this um, all uh, all morning, and um, tonight at six o'clock on my website, roswesson.com. 
6 o'clock Eastern. 6 o'clock by Eastern, the way. yes. Thank you. For anybody listening across the country. Um, I'm going to spoil my book. And when I say spoil my book, it's mm. it doesn't ruin the book, okay? okay? It's like, think of this as like an after credit scene sort sure. of thing, okay? Um, and like I had like I had said, doing what really nobody else has ever done when it comes to um, a book. And when I sort of pitched this idea, it was like nobody had any idea even to what to do with this. Mm. So what I'm going to release tonight is a short film. And... Um, like I say in the book is that I like telling stories from the end first because one, mm -hmm. the end is always the hardest part to tell. And two, I just like you to know where you're going as soon as I start telling the story. Okay. And so that's what this film is. Mm -hmm. And so we're just about 15 minutes away from the news. The film itself is 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> and, right. and, and we're going to, we're going to go away. So Mocha is going to take my computer mm -hmm. and he's going to hit play on it. When Mocha finishes watching the film, we will go directly into the news to get Mocha's reaction. So hold on. What? So I got like no time to gather my thoughts None. and my emotions. As soon as it finishes, we're going directly into the news. Now I, this is going to sound ridiculous, okay? Although this is a spoiler, yeah. I'm going to ask you right now, Mocha, please don't spoil it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay? This so, coming from the king of spoilers. Yes. Okay, so, so you know, the three things I love most in the world, chicken mm. wings, my family, and spoilers, yeah. right? Okay. Um, okay, so, so I want you to watch this. I'm going okay. to bring my computer over to you because this does not exist anywhere else in the world other than my hard drive, okay? Okay. Um, so six o'clock tonight on my website is when everybody else will be able to uh, able to see it. Uh, Mocha is going to watch it right now. So please, you can you can react. You can do everything. Just no spoilers. Okay. 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 So I'm going to bring my computer over to you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you got to plug your headphones into it. Okay. Okay. And then it's again, it's 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah. As soon as you're done, we're going to go. We'll come back. We'll be on. And then we'll go straight into the news and we'll talk about it. Okay. 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 Hold on, I'm coming over. I'm coming. I feel nervous. Yeah. Bro, why am I shaking? Okay, so am I. Oh my god, right there. <clears throat> right here? Yeah. Okay. So let me go back over there. Yeah. Okay, as soon, just wait, don't open that yet. No, no. Okay. My heart is literally pounding right now. Okay, so Mocha has my computer in front of him. My short film is on that computer. Yeah. In one second, Mocha is going to open the computer and press play. Yeah. And then as soon as he does, we're going to go away because it's 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah. And then when we come back, we're going to start the news as soon as the movie finishes. And then we will discuss. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, Mocha, um, anytime you're ready, open it and press play. Hmm. <laughs> no! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Okay, so if you are, first of all, welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. Um, Mocha is watching the film that I made that I'm going to release tonight at 6 p.m. on my website. Uh, it's the spoiler to the end of my book, and I've asked Mocha to not spoil the spoiler. Uh, it's He started 14, roughly 14 minutes ago. He's almost finished. What the actual heck? <laughs> okay, so you're done? No, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Yo, real one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Are you done now? Now you're done? Oh, God. Is it over? Um, yeah. Mocha, are you ready? <laughs> no. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so Mocha just finished watching. God, man. The short film. Okay, now again, no spoilers, even though that entire thing is a spoiler. Your immediate reaction, go. My heart is still racing. I think the way I reacted at the very beginning. Yes. Every single person that watches this tonight is going to react the exact same way. I think so, too. I hope so. I hope so. Especially... People who know you. Right. And who have been listening to the show for a really long time. Right. And I, I right. don't know. It hits me different right now. Yeah. Because I know you so much more than this show. Right. And there's so many things I want to say to you right now. I know. And I can't. Yeah. And I feel, um, <laughs> I got the feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's because you got a big heart, man. God, like, yo, Costco-sized tissue box is needed right now. <laughs> now, Shem and Moore, you just Ooh. watched Mocha's reaction, okay? Without trying to guess what the, the film Ooh. is, what was your reaction to Mocha's reaction, Shem? Can you go first? I... Man, watching Mocha, watching Mocha cry. I know. That's like, the thing is that nobody likes to see Mocha cry. Mocha no. is like the best guy in the world, right? Uh, more your reaction to uh, to Mocha watching it? I mean, not knowing what it is, it's just awkward watching another man cry. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now here's the okay. So for everybody who missed it, while we were away when Mocha was watching the uh, the, the the film, oh. I recorded Mocha's reaction, and I have a super cut of all of sort what? of Mocha's reactions throughout the video. We don't have to uh, do that. We're gonna do that. Well, here, let, let me just play it for you. No. Are you serious? Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Dog, come on, man. Oh, you son of a. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, this is so nice. Oh, oh. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) You idiot. So you. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Oh, buddy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Man. Shoot. Whew. Oh, my God. My heart is friggin' racing right now. Oh. <sighs> 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 Brilliant. (laughs) Come on, man. Oh, my God. What the actual heck? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Brooke, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, oh, my God, hi. How's it going, girl? 
I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on with you? What are you uh, reaching out to us for? Um, so I have been in a friends with benefits situation for three years. Ooh, okay. You always says, Rosamo can fix my life. In the beginning with this guy, things were amazing, and he treated me like I was his girlfriend and that he told me that he cared so much about me. And then within the last year, he's introduced me to his friends who are a couple, and we go out with them quite often, basically a double date, but he won't commit to me. He doesn't have a job, so that's why I think maybe he isn't ready to commit. Or am I a complete dumbass and this man will never be with me? When you say he won't commit to you, like how, how do you have that, like, 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 you, like you have conversations and he says no? Like how do you know that he's not committed to you? Um, so, like, right after we started, like, getting together, um, I kind of, like, admitted, look, I have feelings for you. I don't know where this is going. I don't know how you're feeling either. And taken, this was back in, like, 2020. So he was just like, oh, right now, like, I'm not ready for a relationship because he had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. So I guess you could call me a rebound in that sense. But he was just like, oh, I'm not there yet, like, kind of thing. But, like, it's been going on for this long. So, like, so, we don't have this discussion anymore, though. Okay. When's the yeah. last time you had the conversation? That was 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, like, I don't I don't understand how, like, I, I, like to me, you're his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, like how, like, right. how, how are you still in the dark? Like, to me, ever, like, if you haven't had this conversation about not committing since 2020, but yet you're doing all, like, the couple stuff, like, to me, you're just boyfriend-girlfriend. Like, what makes it seem that he's not committed to you? It's just the fact that like we don't like talk about our feelings towards one another like it's wishy-washy like one day we'll hang out and like we're just like bros but then the other day we'll hang out and he's super like touchy and needy and like wanting my attention and stuff like that but it's like all over the place it's never consistent but why have you not brought it up with him like if it's bothering you or it's like of concern why do you not talk to him about this this kind of stuff um, cause I'm scared of getting my heart broken and getting rejected. Okay. Yeah. So you're in love with him, right? Yeah. Have you been seeing other guys other than him no. in the, in the three years or two years now? No. Has he been seeing other girls? No. Is he still in love with his ex? Uh, definitely not anymore. Okay. In the beginning, probably, but yeah. not anymore for sure. Okay. So, uh, I, I, like, have you told him you love him? No. Oh. Why not? Not? If they're not going to have the conversation about what this thing is between them, which is a full-on relationship, yeah. she's not going to say, well, by I don't the know. way. No, I thought maybe she had and that I'm he didn't react well to it or whatever I the hell. I think this is one of those situations where you need, like, you need to know, right? So you can move yeah. on with your life and with your feelings. You need to sit down with him and have that convo of, hey, this has been going on for like two years now. Everything's great. We get along. We're basically acting like boyfriend-girlfriend. Like, I'm so into you. I get the vibe that you're into me. Like, what's up? Are we a thing or not? Because if not, I'm going to dip. No, but I need. To, I don't know if you're willing to dip. That's the thing. You don't think so? I don't know. Are you willing to dip? Because here's the thing. You can have all the conversations you want, but if he still comes back to you and says, yeah, no, we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. We're exactly the way we were in 2020. Oh, yeah. Are, are you going to dip? Are you going to walk away, Brooke? That's the thing. It's so hard for me to do that because, like, before all of this, like, we're best friends. So, like, I'm very close with his family. Like, I'm part of his, like, entire life. Like, his family is my family. So, it's like walking away from that is walking away from everything. Yeah. So, like, are you going to dip? No. No. Oh. Right. So, then you're in it for life. Like, so. (laughs) So, you're his wife, basically. uh, Yeah. Like, like, so, you're, you know, you're either, you know, you're either sort of, like, slowly, low-key, 
um, going to become a couple that stays together forever, or you are going to be a long-running booty call that as soon as he find, meets somebody and falls in love who blows him away, you're, you're out of the picture. But I will, I will say this, that chances are that if he does meet somebody else, She's going to do all the things that you're kicking yourself right now for not doing. She's going to be straight up with them. She's going to be honest with them. She's going to like all of those things as opposed to you being wishy-washy and every decision you make is out of fear. Wow. That just hit me hard. (laughs) Yeah, you need to talk to this guy. It's so hard because like in the past when I've tried to talk to him, like he's just not good with confrontation and like not good with being put on the spot. So it's like I feel so bad just like going up to him and being like, what the heck is going on? Because I no, feel like it's just I mean, putting him up the spot and then yeah. he doesn't know what to say. You, you need to work on your approach. Don't like just roll up on him and say what yeah. the heck is going on. Yeah, You can still have a sensible conversation with emotion and feelings. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I wrote about this in my book, which was um, Catherine and I were together maybe three months when she told me that she loved me. Right. Huh. And I was not in a good place like yeah. at all. And I told her, I looked at her and I said, don't. And she's like, don't what? And I was like, don't say that because I'm not going to say it back and I cannot have that conversation. And she looked at me and said, first of all, you don't have to say anything. You can feel whatever way you want to feel. But two things. One, you cannot tell me who I can and cannot love. And you can also not tell me what I can and cannot say. And I'm saying it to you because I mean it and it's the truth. And I think that that matters and I think you need to hear it. And that was sort of that. That right? was a straight up. <laughs> oh my God. In your face, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm not the boss of this. There's other feelings aside from mine in this uh, in this thing, whatever it is that we're doing. I have a feeling after all of this, you are still not going to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to continue on this path and you're going to get your heart broken. And that's what we're trying to avoid here. I know. I will have the conversation. It's just like you said, I have to figure out my approach with it and like not be so hardcore about it and be like, Mm -hmm. what the heck is going on? But just like figure out how to ease into it and like be honest with myself. Because like even then, the last thing I want to do is be like 30 years old and dealing with this situation still. And then that's been like the last five years of my life. You are going to lose him to a woman who's all the things that you already are, but are too afraid to show him. That's so scary. In your face, Brooke. (laughs) Honestly, you just slapped me across the face so hard. (laughs) Words, right? Yeah. Damn. Uh, Those are the ones I hurt the most. (laughs) 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 Go have the convo, Brooke. Okay, I will. Thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I love fall, man. Leather weather. Yeah, fall's nice. You know? Temperature uh, getting cooler. Yeah. And it was like a drastic change, too. It wasn't like a gradual, I know. I know. like here there's 31 degrees yeah. one day, and then it gradually declines. It was like a hard stop where it immediately, you like in an instant felt the change. We just got, do you guys, do you have winter sheets? Anybody in this room? Absolutely. You, you do. What are your, what are your winter sheets? What's your, your fabric of choice for winter more? But we have like a nice sort of some sort of filled thing. A duvet? But it's more duvet, but it's the uh-huh. color choices we put out the fall. But ones. I mean sheets, not a duvet. Sheets. Oh, Do you have sheets? winter sheets? No, no, no. We just no. we change the duvet. Same old, same old. Do you mm. have winter sheets? Not you winter not. specific. No, huh? Oh, my weighted blanket. Oh, it's so nice. Because we just got winter sheets. Because uh-huh. for a while in the winter, we would do like flannel sheets, right? Uh-huh. For a couple of years, we did that. Nice. Like the bed is just never cold when you get into it with flannel yeah, yeah, sheets. Yeah. But it feels too much like you're sleeping on somebody else's pajamas. Mm, right? I can see that. So Catherine just, I don't know. She what do you went, do in the summer? Like linen? No, we do. No, linen. We just got linen sheets for the winter. Oh. 
cotton yes summertime. yeah Do i think just cotton? regular just regular ones but these sheets i don't, I don't know like, where Catherine found them but uh-huh. i slept on them for the first time last night because she put them on she's like first like sleep of like getting into fall uh-huh. i put them on last night and, and it was glorious even though you run hot at night even and she said she goes they say that these are like real breathable and cool like sheets so you won't sweat i woke up the first time this morning not sweating stop they was no joke life no, changing life changing huh. i think they were a lot of money though I don't even know. I told her to buy two, and she's like, we can't afford two. And when Catherine's like, you know what I mean? Right? When Catherine says that you guys can't afford two? <laughs> Shut up now. Come on now. She's just being modest, right? Um, no, but uh, but no, I was wondering if people have winter sheets. like because I don't like the, I like feeling cold when I get into bed and have the gradual change of heat. Yeah, these are nice and cool, though, but they are cool. Like They're not super warm, but they're just so, they feel so good. Like yeah. I slept full nude last night, and I and, and pictures I, or it didn't happen. Come on, man. Okay, hold on. No, but you know what I did? Yeah, on. I so I was like full nude last night, right? And I rolled, like I rolled over, and then like different parts of my body hit the sheets that hadn't hit the sheets before, and I was like, okay. And I did a full roll, and then I did a full roll back just so I could feel what the sheets felt like on all my parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was but glorious. I imagine sleeping naked because I'd be worried the sheets would slide into the crack. What are you talking? About? How loose how? are your sheets, or how wide is your crack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the sh- the sheets are tight on the bed or the the top sheet. That's the other thing that happens when you. Sleep with a woman for your whole You get a top sheet. Never had a top sheet oh, when I, I was single. Sheet? Really? Yeah. No. What do you have? Just I, mattress? I, I, no, I would put the top sheet on, uh-huh. right? And then, like, after one night, it would be kicked to the bottom of the bed. And then I would discover it a week later when I did laundry. And then I was like, well, that's useless. I never used the top Who's sheet. That? Who doesn't use oh. the top sheet? I yeah. use the top. Like, when I went to hotels, Caveman. I would use I would use the top sheet. But not when I was single. Oh. What's oh, my duvet? No. I love all the sheets. Give it like right up to the neck. Really? Yes. Yeah, give it, no. Give them all. I, Sham, you're single. Do you use a top sheet? Oh, hell yeah. You, you do, use a top huh? Sheet. Yeah, yeah, man. It's wow. nice. not animals. Well, and, and again, a, 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 pillow, a pillow to cuddle. A, pi- a pillow, right, right. Now, yeah. do you make your bed in the morning or do you make it oh, right I, before you go to bed? Psychopaths make their bed. That's weird. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. You're <laughs> <the> husband a <laughs> psychopath? <laughs> no, because you, Mocha, are gone before your wife wakes up. So she does she make the bed when you, when you leave? No, she doesn't, like, get up. I just, like, toss the sheet while she's still sleeping. No, no, no. But when she gets up, like, when you go to bed, is the bed made? Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It is. Yeah. Maury, when you go to bed, is the bed made? Absolutely. Yeah, see, see, same with us. Catherine makes the bed. But even if she, if she like, is busy and doesn't make the bed, yeah. she will make, like, we'll make the bed right before we go to bed. Oh, really? And then, yeah, and then we'll get in it. I guess because oh, it, it feels nice? Yeah. Matthew also makes the bed when I'm done napping. He'll come in and make the bed. Really? You have a butler, man. That's like the <laughs> life. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's this from? Oh, oh come on, man. What do you mean? Squid like game. ingrained in our brains, man. What a show, huh? Man, when Squid Game took took off and yeah. like everyone started watching it, yeah. I still I still think Squid Game was only okay. Oh wow, I liked it. Uh, Yi Jung Jae, the star of Squid Game, uh, was at he was great. Tiff, oh wonderful. Yeah, number four fifty six. Um, he um, <laughs> he's got a new movie that is showing at Tiff. It's coming out in December. It's called Hunt. So not only is he starring in the movie, but he directed the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays an intelligence chief who uncovers a plot to assassinate the president of South Korea while hunting for a mole within his own agency. Classic story. Yeah. So a lot of action. 
Uh, David Mori on the red carpet for the movie Hunt at TIFF and preparing to speak with Yi Jung Jae um, because he doesn't speak English very well and travels yeah. with a translator. So David Mori trying to be hospitable and uh, learn how to say hello in Korean. Can you help? Excuse me. Hi. Oh, by the way, uh, who is me? this that, you, uh, that you're that you standing beside that you're asking for help? Another this? reporter. I actually didn't get her name. <laughs> oh, super rude. Can you help? Excuse me. Hi. Um, can you help me practice on how to say hello? Sure. Okay. Let me try it first. Okay. Annyeonghaseyo. 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 Well, am I doing it right or wrong? You're doing it right. Oh. But just like try to slow down. Annyeonghaseyo. Yeah, you're getting it. Getting it. <laughs> okay, check, check, check. Okay, he's getting closer. He's getting closer. Okay, I'm still learning how to do this. So you felt pretty good at that point, right? Yeah, I nailed it. Yeah. Uh, Yi Zhang Zhe, how are you? Uh, red light. <laughs> you moved. Pew, pew. <laughs> okay, red light. Green light. <laughs> All right, let me try this. Here we go. Ah, young Haseyo. Oh, wow, hey. so good. I do it. I've been practicing all day. Oh, my God. Yeah, so good pronunciation. Thank you very much. Okay, and that's all I know. Okay, let's talk about the Emmys, all right? The Emmys, you made history. How did that feel? Has it hit you yet? Like, was that emotional for you? How did it feel to make Emmys history? Uh, well, it was such a big award, and we, I, was, I was so happy to go to the Emmy with the whole the Squid Game team. And we were nominated for 14 different categories, so we had such a great time with everybody who was there. The director and the staff, and including me, that who won the award, that we were very grateful, and we were very excited to be there all together. Yeah, that had to be exciting, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. for him? Because, uh, as Dan Mori said, he made history at the Emmys. First Asian to win an Emmy for Best Actor uh, because of Squid Game. And of course, anytime anyone talks to anyone from Squid Game, especially when you're the star, Yi Jung Jae, you got to find out about, or try your best at least to find out about season two because it's been hyped up so much. Squid Game is still in everybody's mind. Look what I'm wearing. Your number? 456. Yes, yeah. that's you. All right, what can you tell us about season two? Have you seen a script yet? Have you started filming yet? What do you know? You got to tell us something. 어 저도 사실 감독님한테 조금씩 조금씩밖에는 뭐 듣고 있지 못하는데 제일 첫 번째로 많이 바뀌는 것은 성기훈의 캐릭터가 굉장히 많이 바뀐다라는 것과 그다음에 시즌 1에 나오지 않았었던 또 다른 많은 게임들이 또 새롭게 나온다라는 이야기까지 들었습니다. You will be wearing 456 again in season 2. Good question. Good question. I'm sure I need to clarify that with the director. So I'm just hearing like a little by little from the director. The the biggest change will be my character, Sangye Won, will be very different. Uh, and the second second of all, there will be new games that will be introduced. Oh, give us nothing no. with that answer. No, he doesn't have to. 
I know, but still, it's like the stuff. most generic answer. It sounded like he said a, like a lot more intense and, uh, stuff than the translator you. gave yeah. me. I fully agree. I think the translator's seen his contract and realizes <laughs> that he's I been he's been walking up and down this carpet saying stuff yeah, in Korean too secrets. much, and she's her job is to clean up all the secrets. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, Yi Jung Jae, uh, the star of Squid Game. He was at TIFF this week. His new movie so is cool called Hunt, and uh, it's out in December. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Yo, Krista, happy birthday. It's your boyfriend's Roz and Mocha. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? Really great. Uh, Krista DM'd us and said, like, she's such a big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, I know for damn sure my husband won't message you to ask, even though he knows I love you guys so much. So I'll do it myself. Wow. Asking for us to call her on her birthday. Wow, great guy. <laughs> As your... <laughs> Has your lousy husband said happy birthday to you at least this morning yet? Yeah, yeah, I know oh, he has. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no, I've just been listening for so long, and I love you guys like so much. That oh, we love you right back. Uh, what do you got planned for the big day? Um, some dinner tonight with the family, mm-hmm. and probably another bottle of wine, and uh, right. that's it. And then so more, far. more bottles on the weekend. Yeah, of course. Don't worry about it. Whenever it's Catherine's birthday, it's always a fight in the morning for me to, uh, when I remember... Uh, to email uh, to text Catherine email. happy birthday to, to text Catherine happy birthday before Mocha does <laughs> because there have been in the 13 years we've been doing the show there have been many years where the first person that says happy birthday to Catherine is actually Mocha and not me many times many times over the well, years whatever you do next year do not send her an email happy birthday one time one time right uh-huh. um, one time I'm, it was year it was years ago. Where I the first message I got from Catherine one morning was, "Oh my God, Mocha's so nice," and then, and then <laughs> right, and then and then I wrote back and I'm like, "I know," <laughs> right, and then I realized afterwards. <laughs> you need to use a calendar on your phone more often, I know, bro. I know. Catherine yeah. tells you that. She's like, "Why don't you ever accept my invites for things?" And I'm like, "I'm like, because I'm not going to that." And she's like, "She's like, yeah, but I want you to know where we are." I'm uh-huh. like, "Well, then that's why it's in your phone. You need to know where you are. I don't need to know where you are. You just tell me when you're gonna be home." Ah, oh, Krista, happy birthday. We love you, and thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. Oh, can you guys sing happy birthday? No. Girl, you asking for too much. No, come Please. on now. No. Come on now. We can't sing. I can't sing. I just COVID. 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 We're not allowed to sing. Oh, you know, we're not allowed to sing. We no. actually, truthfully, no. we yeah. stopped singing happy birthday since COVID. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Remember when you weren't allowed to sing and dance and the world was like footloose? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we stopped singing then, and we we haven't start we haven't started up again, and we're so, not going to do it today. Uh, when when COVID's yeah. over, then the singing returns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Krista. Okay. Happy birthday. Well, thanks for calling. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh my goodness! It's become weekly tradition on the Roz and Mocha Show to discuss and recap latest episode, The House of the Dragon. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you have not yet watched last night's episode. I don't know if it really is much of a spoiler, because the reviews, the recaps are coming from the Dammits. Dammit Morgan and his husband, Dammit Matthew, who have never watched Game of Thrones. Like, this is not their world. This is not their appointment tuning. But it is now, because everyone loves House of the Dragon. And I guess in a way to explain to those who 
may still not understand even after watching seasons upon seasons and trying to follow along with this. I heard from somebody else this weekend. Uh, I got a, a message from someone because I had said, I've decided that I'm not going to watch House of the Dragon. I'm only going to watch it through the eyes of the Dammits, Dammit Maureen and his husband, Dammit Matthew, with their recaps. And somebody else wrote me to say that they're doing the exact same thing and they're actually really enjoying the season. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Success. So here we go. House of the Dragon, episode five, recap, courtesy of the Dammits. And the House of the Demets presents Gay of Thrones. All right, and it starts with Damon kills his own wife because she was like... I didn't know he had a wife. No one did. He was after his own cousin. And then so he he causes her own horse to trample her and then make it look like it was an accident. I think she dislocated her arm. I know, but then he walked away like so that it looks like an accident. No, and then he picked up a rock. But then it seems as though the king really didn't care that his brother's wife died. He'd much rather talk about proposing marriage to the king of Valaria. So the Calgarians will marry the Valarians. That's all that he cares about. But Well, they all think it's a hunting accident, but we know it wasn't. <laughs> did, was his daughter and the, the Valarians king, do they even know each other and want to get married? I don't know. I don't think there's much of... A pool to choose from. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Gay. He's a gay. Oh my There's god. gayness. <laughs> of course there is. There's been gayness since like the dawn of time. How can you set up your daughter with a guy? They don't know. Nobody knows. That's a secret. <laughs> That's why he wanted his mannequin. Oh my goodness. Did you just make up a word? Mariah made that one up. I don't know if the king's going to make it through this episode. Not with an arm like that. We finally see his arm. It's like decaying. It's like scarring. Oh, that man is rotting. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. No, I can't. What do you think he's dying of? What is that? I don't know. The plague. Then there's the big wedding dinner. Where I don't know if that's a wedding, isn't it? It's the announcement dinner where Engagement. Princess Diana is marrying her soon-to-be gay husband. <laughs> and I get it now. The queen did not kill that night because I think they're going to allow the knight to stick around so that she can have sex with the knight but marry the gay pr- the gay prince. Okay, I think I think nobody knows that he's gay. I think she didn't kill that knight because I mean, look at him. Would you kill that beauty? <laughs> okay, so it was a nice dinner ended up being incredibly tragic. The lover of the prince of Valaria went to the Sir Criston the knight and said, "You know our secret, we know your secret." Mm-hmm. Which caused, I guess, a huge fight. Yeah, I don't know if I like Sir Kristen anymore. Like, what happened? What was that? Homophobicness. <laughs> I don't know. Because then he beat up the prince's lover and, like, to a pulp. And then such an ending with the king. It's so dramatic. Happened. <laughs> they had to get married and he had to drop dead right at her wedding. Well, we don't know if he's dead yet. I mean, he's definitely not doing well. <laughs> and with that. Okay. So, like, I don't know. You did, guys... you say, did you say homophobicness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, are you guys, as you're watching, now that we're, we've completed week five of House of the Dragon, are you guys, like, liking it? Like, a little bit? Like, are you, is there a part of you and Matthew, well, do you we think, like, the, like, we... like, you're invested in it now, do you think? We like we've gone. We 
we've gone this far. Yeah. But then they give you little things like a gay kiss that keep you hooked. That's <laughs> <Right. laughs> all it takes. There you go. House of the Dragon, episode five. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Just watching the Queen's funeral. Mm. The sounds are incredible. Maury just put some stuff in. I got goosebumps like within the first uh, two seconds. Let's see here. Go to the, the newest one. What'd you call it? It's called a. Queen Mo- Arrives at Westminster. Yeah, Queen Arrives at Westminster. It's incredible. So there's a total of like 6,000 um, armed forces representatives there. 2,000 guests at the funeral. Hmm. You know what gets me all the time is the bagpipes. Oh, yeah. Bro. It's crazy. You and my wife, Jenna, are the yeah? exact Isn't same it crazy? Like, I, don't, I have no relation to bagpipes at all, but I'm like, man, if I die, I sort of want bagpipes at my funeral. Yeah. The other clip, uh, where's the, uh, what's the other one that, uh, that you called? Uh, Queen's Maureen? coffin placed on carriage walk to Westminster. Thank you. Play that one because they got bagpipes in this one. It's just awesome. Everything is just so formal. It's so incredible that, like, it's still a thing, even. Like, it's wild to me. Well. It's it's really, really, like. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And, like, I'm not, a, like, I'm not, like, a generally, like, a huge fan of sort of tradition and this kind of stuff. But watching this, it's just so, like, I'm blown away by it. They've had... We've said this even like since last week. They've had like decades. Well, they've been planning this for sixty years, right? right? Yeah, to plan something like this, um, so they knew exactly when, where, yeah. how everything was going to play out. Let me just yeah. see what's going on here. This is uh, happening live right now on City TV. Uh, Lisa Laflemme is out covering yeah. for City right now, so you may hear, hear her voice on this. But they're just walking into the church right now. He's calling this the procession. Yeah. It's almost medieval, huh? Mm-hmm. So Harry's not wearing his military uniform. Just straight up suit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's a whole bunch of stuff where I guess, which is funny because I think that he's like the only one that actually served. But he's he's not allowed to wear the military because uniform. Because he's not. He's, he's he wear I thought he got permission to do so. No, the other time. day he did. He wore it the other day, but not to the funeral. I could be wrong, but I think I saw him earlier, and he was just wearing a suit. Everybody else was in. Uh, yeah, because oh, William. Oh no, he's got he's no, got that's, his that's, medals, right? Yeah, he's got his medals, but he's not wearing the uniform. Oh right, right. He's wearing a, yeah, suit. he's wearing a suit where everybody else is. Andrew's not wearing the the uniform either. Thank God. Oh yeah, there's no way. Yeah, and those carrying the coffin, that's the RCMP. Is that yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. It is. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's almost medieval, though. Like, it's so old. Like, you don't see this kind of thing. Oh, there's uh, Meghan Markle. Yeah. And Kate. 
I can't wait to find out, like, tomorrow yeah. or on Wednesday, yeah. how many people around the world Dude, tuned they, in they, to watch they, it. they said that it's, it's going to be over half of the world's population. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they They had estimated 4.1 billion people. Oof. Which is, like, quite incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Even, like, so I know my mom took the day off oh, to watch this, yeah, right? Yeah. Is she up now? She is. Yeah. And I asked. I was like, are you going to use... She almost got mad, like, almost <laughs> insulted yeah. that I would ask if she would use her Princess Di, like... She has um, oh the commemorative yeah. like plates she's, and stuff. She got plates. Yeah, she got like teacups really? and stuff from the wedding. Yeah, I was, she was yeah. almost like Bro. almost a thin. I'm like this. Would be, I'm just sitting there for how many yeah. years? If you're not <laughs> using it now, right? Yeah. If you're not going to use it today, come on, ma. When are you going like, to use today's it? Today's the day. Yeah, today you're right. You're a hundred percent right. But uh, if you're if you're going to tune in to watch any of the footage, you can yeah. watch. Uh, they're broadcasting it live on City TV. It's crazy, man. How long is it supposed to go on for, Mark? Um, from here, they do a service here, and then they go to the royal uh, grave. So, and that's private, my understanding right? is, yeah, like yeah. thirty to forty minutes from yeah. now. Yeah, hmm. from what I've heard. Oof. And Trudeau is there. Yeah. Mm, some of those. Oh no! I mean, they look like they're struggling a bit. I, I know. Some of those that's RCMP heavy. officers are. It's heavy. Yeah. God, that building! Look at that building! Jesus. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it, it's this is going to be sort of all day, uh, all day today is, the, you know, the Queen's funeral. And, and before they went on, we were listening and uh, Lisa LaFlemme was interviewing somebody who uh, was in London and they had described it as, you know, like the Queen, like this really, I think, is going to die with her. Right. Mm -hmm. This sort of outpouring i don't think that anybody else you know gets this kind of thing and then the way that they described it was that you know the queen was just like she was everybody's nan right mm -hmm. because i don't like do you like nobody remembers life really when the queen, queen wasn't Elizabeth? old as hell right yeah. she's, like, always she, been she's old. always she's always been like your grand right yeah. and uh i think because and, and when so, i was young she was already a grand she was already a, yeah exactly right? and so that's sort of what this is like it's kind of like everybody's you know uh, sort of, you know, grandmother passed, I guess, is yeah. the way that it's looked at uh, in London and in uh, a lot of places all over the world. And But I, I, I don't know if this happens ever again. I think that this There's is... A spider uh, on the fly, on uh, the flowers on top of the coffin. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. No, what where? are you going to do? There There's was, a yeah. spider on the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it was moving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got webs to build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be all day. Uh, we'll be back with more later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You ever come up with an excuse to uh, to get out of work? <laughs> um, like not that I would admit here. Oh, so we're you at have work, <laughs> but not here. Like, like just in I'm my gonna, life. I'm gonna tell you a story about a guy. Yeah, like, the extremes that somebody went through to try to get out of out of his job. Like, like fully out of his job or just out of the job for one day? Just for the day. Just for the day. Yeah, like, I... I don't even think employers are allowed to ask anymore. I think it's pretty easy. Like, I remember back allowed. I remember back in the day, like, if you called your boss to say that you were sick, like, your boss would be like, what's the matter with you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, and, like, and then, can't you can't do that. You can't do that. What's that? You had to, like, provide two letters from the doctor. Yeah, like, it was yeah. it was really now you wild. you can't, absolutely You not. can't ask. Like, you had to be real specific. Like, back in the day, you, and I'm not saying if you were faking sick. I'm just uh -huh. mean if you were, like, if you were legitimately sick back in the day mm -hmm. and you called your boss, you'd be like, yeah, man, I'm just, like, really not feeling well. I don't know, you know, my stomach is, like, whatever. And they'd be like, how bad is it? Mm-hmm. Like, like, are we talking like you're going to be out all day? Like, can you come in this afternoon? Can you do a half day? 
Right? It's just like, a major inconvenience yeah, to that person. Like right? you had to go, you had to ask a million questions. Now, thank God, there's you know, yeah. you just literally say like I mean, you, subject line sick body of email today. Uh-huh. That's it. I've been late for work. Yeah, a bunch of times. The only time I had ever faked it, I guess, yeah. was when I was working at the Bay. I was like 18, oh, yeah. Come on, and man. I was out drinking the night before, like <laughs> super hungover. Yeah, and then I called and said I was sick, <laughs> and then my dad. No. My dad came in like to wake me up to go to work and he was like, "Don't you have to work?" And I said, "No, they called and said that they over, over like overstaffed so they don't need me." So then my dad was like, "Okay." So now you've lied to two people. So then you know what my dad did? What's that? He called my work and asked for there me. You go. And then they said, "No, he's not here. He's sick today." Yeah. So after I woke yeah. up in the after like later in the afternoon, he was like busted. Yes. And so that's how you get into the position, I always say this to Maury, of stacking lies. Uh-huh. When you tell one, man. then the next thing you know, you got to tell a lie for that lie and a lie yeah. for that lie, and then so, your old man busts like, you. I can't believe Mocha. Like, I'm, I'm hearing that story. That, like, you got to come up with a better lie to your dad. I know. Yeah. And so there I was like, for, so then I, I was hungover, right. and I felt terrible because I lied to my father, right? Right, yeah, of course. So this guy in Pennsylvania was arrested excuse me arrested for sabotaging railroad equipment this guy wanted to get out of his job so bad right he went to the tracks near where his work is mucked around with the equipment causing the gate to fully close even though there were no trains going by oh wow. and was caught on security camera and identified by his co-workers because he was wearing his work uniform okay. at the time of doing this. No, his dad's going to be pissed. <laughs> this guy works at Wendy's. <laughs> Excuse me. At a Wendy's in Pennsylvania. So after he did all, he doesn't even work for the. He did no. all that for a Wendy's job. Yes. Oh, because no. the the Wendy's was near where the train tracks Come are, on right? Now. So they arrested him, and during the interview, this person. This is what the cop said. During the interview, they told us that their intentions were that if the gates could malfunction and they could somehow block traffic, then that would prevent people from getting to Wendy's and they would have a slow work night. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. So he wasn't even trying to get himself out of where he was trying to slow down Wendy's. Oh, yes. Come on now. Not thinking about all the implications, all the potentials of, like, accidents and, and he did it in his Wendy's and uniform. And he was wearing his full <laughs> Wendy's <laughs> uniform. Uh, yes, he was course. arrested. The man was arrested and fired. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see Post Malone fall through his own stage? What? See no? that video? <gasps> oh Is he okay? God. Crazy. Oh my not okay. God! No, no? He broke like three ribs. Oh no! So I'll play. We'll play you the clip of Post Malone. What was this after the hospital? Right, more? Yeah, Is that, and I yeah. think he had a lot of medication. Yeah, God. I mean, so he's on stage mm-hmm. and he explains what the hole was and everything else. But he's on stage and he's like leaning over. You know how stages have like those parts that sort of jet out into the crowd, those like little podium oh, kind of things, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's one of those. And he's on a small part of the stage and he's bending over and during the show and just like, you know, shaking fans' hands and stuff like this. And then Mm. he turns around and one foot just like falls through a hole in the stage and he goes down but only halfway. So his legs go down, but his upper body is bent over and (sighs) hits the side. Oh, and no. then he and then he climbs out and he's just like lying there. Knocked the wind out of himself. Yeah, like he Had just to. yeah. He's so he's he's li- he's lying Ooh. there. 
Like screaming. Screaming. And then, oh. yeah, and then people like rush up and, and everything else. Uh, and I guess he like broke a bunch of ribs. Um, but right. here's here's Post Malone uh, after after the hospital. St. Louis, um, love you guys so much. Um, thank you for the patience. Um, thank you for putting up with uh, my dumb ass. There was a, <laughs> a big... Uh, so whenever we do the acoustic part of the show... Uh, the guitars on the guitar stand and it goes down and um, there's this big asshole so I go around there and I turn the corner and bust my ass and oh, no. um, winded me pretty good um, got me pretty good and we just got back from the hospital um, and everything's good everything's good they gave me some some pain meds and everything so um, we can keep kicking ass on the tour i just want to apologize uh, to everyone in st louis and i want to say thank you guys so much for coming to the show and next time i'm around this way um we're gonna do a two-hour show for you so we can make up for um the couple missed songs that we missed and um thank you guys for your support and thank you for your love and and thanks for hanging around um uh, even though I got my ass kicked by myself. So um, <laughs> I love you guys so much. Still, He's still so chill, good, huh? Good hey, watch the video. Go find the video right now. But so... Did he know? Can that you the send whole the, Can you send the video to him more? Was there? Uh, uh, no, I mean, listen. It's, Is it one it's, of those it's, trap it's dark. doors? It's it's one of those things. So so during the acoustic set, like a little tiny slit in the stage opens, yeah. and they bring the guitars up from there, right? So I guess it was just after or just before that part of the show, and the hole was open. And it's oh. it's a tiny little slit that was open in the stage oh, that's no. not normally open. Yeah. Like for the rest of the show, that's closed. And I guess they had opened it or hadn't yet closed it. And he turns around and oh, no. did you send it to him more? Yeah, I'm just trying to find the one that's not like with somebody talking over it. Oh, it's oh. fine. He's just gonna oh, he's just oh, gonna watch. he's just gonna watch it. Um, but yeah, it's this tiny, tiny, tiny little like it's maybe only like a foot wide kind of thing, oh, right? Oh, no, terrible! Like luck. he could have realistically, like had he just stepped in the in the right spot, he would have stepped right over it. Yeah, right. Like he just would have he would have missed it completely. But he hits hard, like really, like so it, he's it out for a little him. bit. No, I think that he he made it Check sound like he made it uh, he made it sound like that the doctors gave him some medication and he. He's just going to continue doing shows is what he made it sound like. That's what happened. At, like Motley Crue just did that big summer concert and Tommy Lee broke three ribs right before that tour started. And he could only play like two songs a night at the beginning and then they had to bring somebody else in. Like breaking ribs is no joke. You ever broken a rib? Never. Bro, yeah. it is no joke. Oh, it is, is no dancing. joke. Oh, come on, what video is this? Like, some girl, some TikTok video. It's uh. It's no anyway, joke. I I I've broken a rib and then I've I've also torn the muscle in between two ribs, Ooh. which oh, is which hurts really? more. Yeah. That that takes longer to heal, right? And it's the kind of thing of where you'll be sitting there living a life like just like having a great day, and then all of a sudden you'll sneeze. Oh, and it's oh, just no. like oh, it's I can the, only imagine. It's the oh. worst. And he broke three ribs. Yeah. Well, right? He's on the mend Bro. and he'll get back to yeah. touring. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lady Gaga sent out a tearful message. 
message to her fans. So her show in Miami, she had to cancel due to severe weather and lightning. Uh, this was the final show of the Chromatica Ball Tour, and uh, she had six songs left. So you know mm. Gaga's final show of this big stadium tour, six songs. Those songs were going to be bangers, right? Yeah, every single one was going to slap. So here is, uh, here's Gaga. We really tried to finish the show tonight in Miami, but we couldn't because there was lightning that was striking right down to the ground. I've always wanted to be like that hardcore bad bitch, but what I really want is to also be responsible and loving. I don't know what I would do if anything happened to anybody in the audience. I'm sorry that we didn't get to do the epic performance of Rain on Me in the Rain, but what's more worth it to me is life. Can I read to you guys a text that we got? Yeah. On the Raza Mocha text line, 925 My sister was at the Lady Gaga show in MIA. And Gaga started way late. Oh. So if she started on time, she would have been able to finish. Oh. stings. <laughs> that stings. Uh, I'm going through a set list here. Um, I think that this is, hold on here. So, um, Lady Gaga set list for 2022's Chromatica Ball Tour. That's this tour, right, Maura? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to see the six songs that you didn't get to hear? Mm-hmm. Um, one, 1,000 Doves? Yeah. Meh? Um, Fun Tonight? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Enigma? Meh. Nah. Stupid love. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, no, I like that uh, one. Rain on me. Yeah, yeah. And then her encore is uh, "Hold My Hand." Yeah. Okay, oh. sure. I no, guess I would have yeah. left early and gone yeah. to the. Yeah, I was no, just gonna rain, say, "Rain on Me" should have been the encore. No, like Born a this big should have been the encore. Like a big, massive, like party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so she get the crowd up way. on their feet. Yeah, that's what I thought them. too. So she starts with "Bad Romance." Okay. And then goes into Just Dance and then yeah. Poker Face. Okay, sure. Fire. And then Alice, um, Replay and Monster. Yeah, yeah, okay. 911, Sour Candy, Telephone, Love Game. Okay, yeah. Now, good. Babylon, Free Woman, Born This Way. Yeah. And then after Born This Way, she does Shallow, Always Remember Us This Way, Edge of Glory, and then that's where the show ended. Now, I've after, watched the whole after thing on YouTube. Yeah. And there are like large chunks where i'm like meh and you you know what i mean like before she does another hit yeah like it's not her in my opinion as a, as a little monster it's not her best set list no huh 22 yeah. songs i think she could have trimmed that to be honest with you mm-hmm. right yeah do like a hot 15 yeah yeah right yeah yeah because the, the difference was is that like you know the different when you go and see like lady gaga it's not like going to see bands when i was younger where like you know, you would get a hot 15 because they had to do that drum solo, right? Of course, you know what I mean? yeah. And the like, rest of the band gets to take a break. Yes, <laughs> right? You don't you don't have that at a Lady Gaga show. Like, no. it's just Lady Gaga, yeah. you know, from top to the bottom. Show. Well, there are, there are moments where the dancers are just dancing while she goes and changes her, like, you know, bra to the one that shoots fire. Right, right, right. God, I wish I had one of those. <laughs> I'd use it all the time. <laughs> Yo, maybe we can get it for the book signing next week. Yeah, I'd love that. I just wanted to kill the weeds on my driveway. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Sanaz. It's Roz and Mocha. 
Hi, Mocha. How are you guys? Good, honey. How are you? I'm a little sleepy, but good. And yeah. excited and nervous. Oh, yeah. Girl, what's nervous. going on in uh, in your life? I just learned that renting property to family is a bad idea. Oh, you wrote it. says, Razamoka fixed my life. My husband and I own a property that my in-laws have been living in since we made the purchase five or six years ago. Uh, the rent they pay barely covers the mortgage, and we have to pay the property taxes ourselves. I've never seen them reciprocate or show any appreciation or gratitude to me. Uh, it seems like they feel it's my husband's obligation and he feels since we are doing much better that he's indebted to them. I've spoken with my husband repeatedly about selling the property or either raising the rent on them or asking them to move out so we can get the rightful amount. Each time he refuses, we end up arguing and fighting. Am I being unreasonable? Am I being the daughter-in-law from hell? Hmm. What are they paying right now? Um, 3500 And what's the, what's the total amount Amount that is owed on the property at the end of every month. Well, the the right now it's about six seven hundred dollars less, so we're paying out of pocket. So okay, so you want them to so with property taxes and everything else, um, they're not paying what it, it even barely costs to like sustain the house monthly, right? Yeah, so we have to pay for like you'd think that an investment property like everything would be covered, right? To the rent and the and everything, but it's not, and that's. To me, it's no longer an investment then. I'm not, not that I want to make a profit off of them, but it just, it doesn't make sense that I'm still paying out of pocket. Yeah, it's just a place that your in-laws are living in that you guys are paying for. Essentially. Okay, so, and you, your husband is like, he can't have that conversation with them because it's what, it's his parents? It's his parents, it's his mom, two brothers, and um, a sister-in-law, yeah. Oh, my God. A brother's wife, yeah. And, Wait, and, and, but and does t- anybody in that family work? They work, but it's like, and I, and I know I can't change their, the way they choose to live their life, but they, essentially when I compare how hard my husband is working and the sacrifices he's making for the family, I don't see that from them. Mm. And to me, it's like, well, I've got two small kids and a husband who's stressed out already. Mm-hmm. Why can't they be basically pulling their own weight? Like I feel like my husband is looking at this as I'm doing better, so I need to support my brothers, um, which I understand to a reasonable amount. So, like, it just, but to him, it's, like, not even up for discussion. And to be honest, last night we had another talk, and it didn't go well when he found out that I'm reaching out to you guys. So (laughs) Now, financially, are you guys in trouble if you continue down this path of your in-laws? We're not in trouble, but... With everything that's happened with everyone and COVID, my husband has his own company mm-hmm. and it's gone through a lot of changes and he's, 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 he's under stress. I physically see it yeah. in him. And so to me, it's like, well, if this can alleviate some of that stress, then why not? The problem is that because this has been going on for so long with them living there, if you went to them now and said, hey, listen, uh, we're going to redo this arrangement where you guys have to cover all the costs of the place. So it, so it's the mortgage and the property taxes because that is what anybody else in this situation would have to do. And they're going to look at it as family is upping their rent $800 a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that is that's the sort of the optics of it aren't good, and that I think is what your husband is trying to avoid doing is that he's trying to avoid looking like somebody who's screwing his own family, right? But exactly. but but reality, this is the way it should have been from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's you versus all of them, so you can't mm-hmm. 
you can't go into this fight alone. Like you and your husband need to be on the same page. And it sounds like you're definitely not right. (laughs) So I think that you need to, instead of just going at your husband, you know, with, we need to do this, we need to do this. I think that maybe have the conversation with him about why he's so reluctant to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, find out why. Because it, it's obviously he doesn't want to have the conversation of you saying we have to do this and then he's just going to say no. But I think that maybe maybe frame the conversation and why are you so reluctant? Like, is, you, is it you think that they're going to be mad at you? Is it that you... You think that you're sort of like, you know, you're you're their kind of protector and you're doing them a favor and it makes you feel good. Like, where, what's the motivation? And that's the thing. I think, sorry to cut you off, but I did have this kind of similar discussion with him. And so um, their dad's not really much in the picture. Yeah. So for a long time, just been the three boys taking care of the mom and each other. And, and now through some really horrible choices on their part, Things went downhill really fast, and he's the one that picked everybody up again. Right. So okay. he feels that 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 responsibility all falls yeah. on him. So right. does does the mom need assistance? No, because she's getting government support because she's got um like she has some health issues and stuff like that. Gotcha. So I even said I said we can pay for her rent. Like I. I sort of get it. Like, here, here's the thing, right? Is that how often is he over there? Like, how often is he seeing his mom? Well, they're on the other side of the country, so we see them once a year. Okay, so so here's this. This is okay. If I'm in this situation, right, and I'm having this conversation with with Catherine, okay, my uh, my girl. Yeah. If I'm in this, if I'm in this situation, you know, the way that I justify that to you or to her is to say, hey, listen. My brothers are out there with my mom. They're the ones that make sure if she's got a doctor's appointment that she's going to get there. They're the ones that, you know, keep her company. They're the ones that, you know, provide that family support. They're the ones that are doing the day-to-day work. I'm not there. So it's the least I can do to say my contribution to keeping mom happy is 800 bucks a month. Yeah. Like that's sort of the way that, you know, I would justify it, which is because if he then starts charging them all the money, he is going to feel guilty as hell because then what is he contributing to the family? Yeah, I didn't look at it. Right. I think it's guilt. Yeah. Right. Maybe have a different conversation with your husband, less about money and more about the emotions behind the, the decisions. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. Yeah. All right. Okay. Zaz. Thanks so much for your help. All no right, worries. Love. Thanks for reaching out. No worries. Thanks. Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on kiss. Carl, we got to talk Adam Levine. So Sumner Stroh is a, uh, influencer, Instagram model. And she felt that she needed to come out and, uh, sort of blow this whole thing open classic story she said that it was going to get out anyway so you'd rather hear it from her and she's claiming that she had a year-long affair with adam levine while adam levine's uh wife was pregnant bahati prinsley was pregnant with their third kid and she released uh sumner released video of uh and you can see dms directly from i guess she claims are directly from adam levine anyway and in one of them he asks her if their baby the baby that he's expecting with his wife bahati prinsloo he asks sumner he goes okay serious question i'm having another baby and if it's a boy i really want to name it sumner basically he wanted to name his child after his mistress 
And then he says, you okay with that dead serious? And then he followed it up with a shrugging hands emoji. Anyway, so this is um, Sumner uh, breaking down, Sumner Stroh breaking down uh, the first video where she sort of talks about the relationship and how she got tangled up in all of this. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young, I was naive, and I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now, um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Maroon 5 is practically elevator music at this point, so I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Um, But Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months, this is... uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Damn. Bro. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. <laughs> I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I handled this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do and being an Instagram model. Um, so being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. I had sent, um, mm-hmm. I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted. And mm-hmm. one of them had attempted to sell. Well, yeah. To a tabloid. Um, Cause I don't move in. So here I am. Okay. So she gets killed. Okay. She gets killed because people like, excuse me, one, how are you the victim in all of this? You knew the man was married. Well, she claims she didn't because she, quote, wasn't in the scene. But you start dating Adam Levine and he's very Googleable. And you're telling me that like a verified account from somebody messaged you on Instagram and you didn't Google who he was. So everybody's going in on Sumner being like, how in all of this, in this story, are you the one who was manipulated and you're the victim? Mm-hmm. So that apparently... I like the part where she says, uh, I was young and naive. Meanwhile, it was like last year. <laughs> right. But <laughs> right. well, she really plays up the, I don't know where she's from, some podunk town, I imagine. She's like, you know, I was new to L.A. There is no new to L.A. You live in the world, mm-hmm. right? You understand. And who, you know who Adam Levine is. It's not, he's not some local weather guy in Los Angeles where, sure. you know, you move to L.A. and you're like, who's this, right? Mm-hmm. It's Adam Levine, for God's from sake. From Maroon 5, who toured the world. Yeah. So, so everybody's going in on her. And then she... She then, how how long after that, Maury? Do you know when she released the second video? It was a couple hours. Oh yeah. So because her mentions must have been just blown oh, up. Oh, because I think that she thought that she was going to get all the support in the world, mm-hmm. right? And she did not. Everyone was like, "Girl, you are capping hard." Yeah. Just for the record, cool baby name though. Right? <laughs> I guess that's why Adam wanted to use it on his own baby. Um, so here she is in her follow-up video, trying to explain her position once again in all. I of this. initially. Wanted to go in and talk about how remorseful I feel and how embarrassed and disgusted I am with myself, but I didn't want people to look at it and think like, oh, she's playing the victim. But in reality, it had the opposite effect. I only came forward because I wanted to kill whatever story the tabloid had. The most important part that I did definitely gloss over is the fact that I was under the impression that their marriage was over. I believe that they were keeping it quiet to avoid the negative press because 
as I had said, I was new to LA. So I just assumed that with celebrities of that caliber, that that's just how it was. And that's why I feel exploited because he knew I believed everything that he said because of my vulnerable position of being new to LA. <laughs> also, he was DMing me straight from his verified Instagram account. I didn't have any reason to further question it. But I now realize that that was likely a manipulation tactic of his, you know, just hiding in plain sight. As soon as I had realized that was not the case, I had cut things off with him. In retrospect, I wish I would have questioned things more. I wish I wasn't so naive, but you know, being naive is not an excuse for what I did in the role I played in this. Again, in no way was I trying to gain sympathy, and I fully realize I'm not the victim in this. Okay. I'm not the one who's really getting hurt here. It's Biotti and her children, and for that, I'm so, so sorry. I think she's only saying all of that she because these are all the things that she people were saying smoked. to her. Yes. Right? Yes. In response to the original video. <clears throat> yeah, she got smoked. But also, like Adam Levine. Oh, first of all, we don't know. I mean, this we this this is an Instagram model that nobody's ever heard of before. Sure, that the whole thing could be right, but I'm just saying that this is you can't deny that it's a story when somebody makes these sort of you know Girl, allegations, especially tea. because they're not criminal. Like nobody's going to go to jail over this, yeah. right? It's just dirt. That's basically it. But my thing is this, is that if you show the one message where Adam Levine says, okay, serious, listen, I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I want to name it after you, my mistress. But where's all the other messages? Where's the messages that he said, my marriage is over. We're just faking mm. it for the press. Like, where's all that other stuff? Or you even do, you like do, the initial do, hookup, like the initial, like if he reached out to you yes. originally, Like right? you go through the trouble of doing a second video and, and you need to clarify your position because people are going in hard on you saying that you're not the victim in all of this mm -hmm. so you go through the trouble of sending a second video with specifics of things that he said at that point i think that if you do want anyone to sort of believe you you got to come in with more receipts right mm -hmm. isn't that the deal like isn't that what you have to do so i don't Adam know he never said anything he never no, came out and no, said no he hasn't said gang gang hasn't. like i did not cheat on my wife no with I this girl I, I, he hasn't tweeted since last year yeah yeah what about his instagram is anything on instagram is always the place where they uh he hasn't they, tweeted since they, last year Yo, that guy's cheating for sure <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast man adam levine really stepped in it huh five women now Oh, it's five now? Five. It's five. Spilled the tea. What'd they say? Uh, well, apparently... Any more screen grabs? Uh, hold on here. Let me see if I can find it. My favorite thing right now is everybody... It's not even the fact that maybe Adam Levine, you know, had an affair or how many it was. My favorite thing of all of this is the fact that um, everybody is just so going in on Adam Levine for his really weak text game. <laughs> and just how really just how basic yeah so um adam levine here let me read you this headline adam levine looks downcast <clears throat> on family outing with pregnant supermodel wife bahati prinsloo after al after a 21 year old alabama college student became the fifth woman to accuse him of sending flirty messages and replying to her booty workout photos on instagram Oh, Adam. <laughs> Let me see if I can see some screen grabs. Adam, 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 Adam. <laughs> right? And I guess he's Dummy. not and I guess he's not canceling shows and stuff like that too. But there's one message um where uh where I guess he's reacting to a picture. Uh oh, here, hold on here. Here's some screenshots. Give me one second. Um so he wrote uh leg date, the most important and the easiest to skip. 
And then uh, he wrote, uh, you're in college, right? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Oh no, my God. Adam Levine, and you then, creep. And then, and, then I, and then I guess she replied yes, and his reply was, thank the Pope, meaning thank God you're not young. Oh, my, bro. Yeah. Hold on here. That's super weird, man. And then, uh, yeah, and then they just like talking about like workout stuff and, oh, my God. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, how do you come back from this now? It's so, it's so bad. And uh, he wrote to... Uh, and like, my, what are the conversations at home? Like his poor wife. I don't know. I mean, well, they like, were out together. Like they, they sort of like are, they were, they were seen yesterday, like with the kids and like holding hands and all this other stuff. Cause what else, yeah. you know, what else are you going to do? I mean, she could kick his ass out, uh, but I guess um, he's not like canceling stuff. Cause Maroon 5 is still going to do the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation annual fundraising gala event in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and that goes down on October 1st. So that's coming up real soon. Um, but no red carpet, they say. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. <laughs> like, But they keep taking... So there's one screen grab of Adam Levine when he was talking to that original model where um, he makes reference to her and like how unreal hot she is or whatever. Yeah. And then everybody just keeps Photoshopping the, the, the screen grab to put other pictures in that Adam Levine is reacting to. Oh, right. right. Like, 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 uh, like, um, like what's the guy from Harry Potter, the big tall guy with the motorcycle. Hagrid. Oh, yeah. Right? So like yeah. him, like they're just replacing her photo with like all these other photos. And it's just Adam Levine, like reacting to that photo. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. People are going in because his game is just so like weak. Like had he had like, had he written some like really incredible stuff, but they're like, this dude writes no. like a 14 year old. Uh, a horny 14 year like old. Like a, yeah, a horny right? 14 year old. He just gets yeah. straight to the business. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Like OM, like all the like OMGs. OMG, and you're like, so hot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Show me bum. You know what I mean? Like that's, but seriously, that's like, that's what, that's, that's his game. It's the oh, no. wildest thing to see. I think that that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's embarrassing about this, but I think his game is the one thing that is, he's probably most mortified about. Yeah. I bet his that. wife looks at him like, oh, like he's pathetic. Oh God. Right? Oh, like that's pretty God. pathetic behavior. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just. Especially it, in the, in, in the, um. Not saying that his choice of words like would fix anything, no, but, but just to his see. choice of words oh, and to see it God. and how he's interacting with yeah, these women, yeah. like it's very pathetic. I know. Somebody else wrote, "Someone get this man a dictionary." <laughs> <laughs> Adam Levine, what you doing? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to it. How you doing? Uh, good. Hold on here. There's something. Oh, what's this? Hey, Maury, the, the Taylor Swift thing that she's releasing, So it's right? like a new TikTok show, quote-unquote show that she yeah. started where um could be every day where she rolls like a lottery wheel. Like a like num- bingo thing, bingo right? Bingo thing. Yeah. A number comes out, and then that's the track that she's going to announce the title of. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, did you, did you Did you watch this, Mocha? No. Did you, no, you didn't see mm-hmm. it? Because uh, yeah, because fans are just so down with everything that she does, and usually she's really cryptic about things, but she's a little on the nose um, with this one. But uh, here's Taylor on uh, on TikTok. It's me. Hi. I know that I have a habit of dropping cryptic clues and Easter eggs when giving you information about new music, and I am not here to deny that, but I am here to defy that. Welcome to a new series I am calling Midnight's Mayhem with Me. I'm going to be using this technologically advanced device to help me allow fate to decide. 
exactly what track titles I'm going to be announcing and in what order. In this cage are 13 ping pong balls labeled 1 through 13, each representing a track on the Midnight's album. So let's leave it up to fate. The first track I'm going to tell you about. Track 13. Because of course. Track 13 is called... Mastermind. Mastermind. So that's the track. That's the track. Now, knowing Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. And the Easter eggs and just... She's awesome with this kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, she is. She's real good. Do you think... Were they... What What, what was it inside of the... Um, little ball. White ball. Like, little like, the number on So them. do you think all of them had the answer to what she gave? Like, no matter what? Like, she knows that the rollout is going to be specific song titles for every video. So, like, all of those numbered balls have no, the exact really, same answer inside? No, it's, it's really... No, it's really random. Like, the balls oh, okay. are just numbered, right? She and spun then she's, the wheel. She spun the wheel. And then they, they, they just correlate with her actual track listing. Okay. Right? So right. when 13 came out, she was like, what's the song called? Mastermind? Mm-hmm. How do you think that one goes? Um, so knowing Taylor Swift, yeah. Mastermind would be a down-tempo song. Okay, yeah. And it's going to be about a failed relationship, Okay, of course. Yeah, sure. And how she was done dirty by someone who's a mastermind oh, at... Doing others dirty in a relationship. Good one. Oh, see, I thought it was about the store named Mastermind. No, that's not going to be that, Maury. Come on now. I think it's going to be up tempo and similar to that song, oh. Bad Blood. Oh, Bad Blood? you think? So you think there's going to be up tempo stuff on this record? I no, thought we all man, decided that it was going to be another down tempo. Yeah, no, I still, I still think it's going to be somewhere. Yeah, Maury's right. It's called Midnight. You think it's going to be? Said I guess it was, it was all could be written like too. during like the 13 days of sadness or something, right? Oh, remember? Right. When she said oh, it was right. Like, Yes. During a time oh, of her life. 13 nights of waking up not knowing yeah. all this stuff, right? Yes. yes I so forgot this is going to be an emotional album. What's she announced that? it's going to be produced by Jack Astonoff or whatever, who yeah. did all her other sad songs. Right. So this is going to be like, oh. you're a mastermind. Like, almost angry. Like, you're a mastermind manipulator maddening me <laughs> oh, that's at good. midnight. Keep going. Don't want to fight. Later, uh, uh, midnight, making me angry, feeling like I can never love again. <laughs> Sounds up tempo to me. Um, she would have never I, love again. You're a mastermind, messing with my heart. Something no, like that. I'm, feeling, feeling, it. I'm right? feeling that. I'm Something feeling like that, man. Something like that. Listen, I know Taylor Swift. That. She's leaving the Easter yeah. eggs for us to find. Yeah, you just figured the whole thing out from that one little video. You're welcome, everybody. Nailed it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. See that guy on TikTok? Um, how do you say his name? KB? Is it KB or Cabby? KB, I believe it is. He is. Is that the like the guy, most followed dude ever? Yeah. yeah. The black guy that always makes fun of like other people's videos? Yeah. That guy? Yeah, he I love say, him. I he love is that dude. So funny because he takes us like people will overcomplicate simple life yes. hacks. Yes. And then he does like the simple way of doing it. Yes. Like, he never talks. No. Idiots, right? So he's, he lives in, he's from, he and his family are from Senegal and they immigrated to uh, Italy where he's been living. He actually just got his like, um, citizenship really huh? out there being the most so, followed person on tiktok so i'm sure doesn't hurt help, congratulations uh, uh, 149.5 million 
fans on TikTok. Jesus. With 2.4 billion likes. My I saw that he gets God. like invited to like red carpet events now. Yeah, Dog, listen man. to this. So Fortune Magazine did this interview with him, right? So he's on like this quest now. His big life goal is to become an actor. And he's a big fan of Will Smith and wants his dream is to uh, star in a movie alongside Will Smith, right? right? And he's been learning how to speak English by watching American TV shows and stuff like that. He's also got like a a, a coach as well that's mm-hmm. going to help him learn English. But he watches like episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? It's like his favorite show. Um, but he earned, get this, damn it, Maury. This guy on TikTok earned $450,000 through a partnership he made with Hugo Boss. Jesus. Right? And part of this deal had him walking during the Milan Fashion Week. That's the what? That's the footage I saw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like a model doing a show. Yeah, and oh then posting a bunch God. of stuff on social. Um, oh, and then Fortune that's a lot of money for a post. Oh, listen my to this though, God. guys. Fortune magazine. So they got a hold of his contract. I guess he allowed them to to look at the contract. Yeah. Because uh, he signed a deal with a major, they didn't say specifically, but he signed a deal with a major Hollywood studio. Yeah, the TikTok guy. Uh huh. Yeah. To Go make ahead. it says here seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for yeah. a single clip, which I assume is to post something on TikTok. Yes. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And this guy now, the TikTok guy, yeah. is estimated to make this year alone mm-hmm. in partnerships and deals. Ten million dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! Isn't that crazy? I need to up my game. My god, that's a lot of money, right? And so, how do you make so so? Because you don't, you can't monetize TikTok, correct? Like, am I wrong on that? So, money that you make off TikTok is doing branded posts, correct. right? Partnerships. Yeah, that's how you your make. Okay, that's how you make money. Yeah. So it's so not. Of course, for somebody who's got one hundred forty-nine point five million fans on TikTok, yeah, right, like these brands that are partnering with him are banking on the fact that all those people at some point are going to see his video are going to see that content yes that's incredible i'll be honest like i follow a lot of people on tiktok because i like their funny stuff that they do yeah you know and cool for this guy i love this guy that mocha's talking about but as soon as you start seeing branded stuff it almost ruins it for me does it really because like there's some even if it's from somebody who you follow like that you're a big fan there's some that i follow they're 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 like super funny guys like there's a guy that just makes fun of his job and he sits in his car every, every day and he ends it with going there i said it is it you no, I married him once, though. <laughs> but this guy has, like, millions of followers. Yeah. Everybody... Sounds like Maury. He, yeah, he does it, but he doesn't yeah. post yeah, on TikTok. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I gotta read some of these tweets to you. Okay. Um, only because it got a lot of great reaction. Okay. Um, somebody, mm-hmm. an author named James Hanna mm-hmm. tweeted this out. Depluralize a film. I'll start. Okay. Jaw. (laughs) (laughs) And then his followers started responding. Yeah. Alien. Instead of aliens. But didn't they alien alien was the first one? Alien was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. So they already depluralized it. Right. Uh homeschool of rock. Okay. Instead of School of Rock. Yes. Dalmatian. <laughs> Instead of 101. Yeah. This is my favorite. 
the single child of traveling pant leg. The single child of traveling pant leg. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, they 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 took they took it off everything. So depluralize a film. This, this this I'm gonna tell you right now. This is a way too heady thing for me, man. Okay. Like, I was with you when you said jaw, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You've lost me ever since jaw. I'll bring you back then okay. with this. Yeah. Schindler's item. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like. Sure, but a list can have one thing on. I guess, no, it's not a list. Then it's just a thing. Schindler's thing. <laughs> the Soul Musketeer. Right. The Taking of Pelham 1. Right. Instead of 1, Pelham, two, three. One, two, three. yeah, yeah. The Mighty Duck. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that movie. I'll tell you what. Thug of New York. <laughs> What's that? Oh, Gangs, Gangs of New York? Gangs of New York. Right, yeah. Jordan Peele's Me. a league of her own yeah one candle right instead of 16 candles uh kumar goes to white castle (laughs) (laughs) and my personal favorite yeah tree gump Tree gum. Oh my God, for God's sake. Uh, you know what? I'm not like, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. That's like, let's go back to the first one again. When it, the, 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 the task was again, what? Uh, depluralize a film. And the and first the, one was? Jaw. Thank you. That That's to me where it begins and ends. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Da-da-da-da. We should have like a horn, like a bugle or something. What do you call it? Like a trumpet. Oh, to yeah. To get into this part. I wonder if we could hook that up one time. Not today, though. Hey, Mocha, you uh, ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Adam Levine released a statement. Uh, so this after oh God, that TikToker, uh, Sumner Roar, whatever her name is, I can't remember. Uh, she posted a video talking about how uh, she had this years long affair with Adam Levine. And then Adam Levine uh, sent her a DM saying, hey, I'm having a baby. If it's a boy, I would love to name my baby Sumner after you. Sumner Stroh is her name. And then he did the like hands. What's this emoji called after that? The shrug. The, the shrug. shrug emoji. Yeah. Right. Um. He said this in a quote, a lot is being said about me right now, and I want to Mm. clear the air. I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. And then somebody else came out to say that, hey, I also have a lot of DMs from Adam Levine on my phone where he's flirting with me. And in one of those DMs, apparently Adam wrote another woman saying, I have two kids now. I'm over it. I want it. I want out. It sucks now. Oh, no. No, Adam Levine said that? Yeah, apparently to to somebody. You know what? You're so stupid, Adam Levine. Like, you know that any type, like, who you are, right? Yeah. And you know anyone that you talk to. Yeah. In the DMs. They're going to screen grab all of that and hang on to it for a moment like this. So stupid uh, idiot. Yeah. So that's what's going on over in the Levine household today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Maury, these uh, Emily Ratajkowski clips, are they, uh, do we need to bleep these at all? Does she swear? Nope, she does not. No, she does not. Uh, So Emily Ratajkowski, um, model who I believe, like, who cheated on her? Her husband. Her husband. And he, yeah, like cheated with some like i don't even know who he cheated with but like he cheated on emily ratajkowski right mm-hmm. so emily ratajkowski um weighing in on the adam levine story if you remember adam levine uh, there was a, a, a an instagram tiktok model named um 
uh, Sumner Stroh, who came out to say that uh, Adam Levine and she had a one-year-long affair while his wife was, uh, Bahati Prinsley, was pregnant with their third child. And then he came out to say, hey, listen, you know, was I appropriate? Did I cross a line? Yes. Was this an affair? No. And then two other women came forward uh, with DMs from Adam Levine. And uh, Adam Levine apparently in one of those message messages told this other woman that I have two kids now. I'm over it. I want out. It sucks. Oh, um, so those are part of the DMs. But uh, I guess Emily Ratajkowski coming to the defense of everybody who is going in on Sumner Stroh. Here's Emily. I Ratajkowski. don't understand why we continue to blame women for men's mistakes, especially when you're talking about 20 something year old women dealing with men in positions of power who are twice their age. The power dynamic is so skewed. It's ridiculous. Like it's predatory. It's manipulative. It's. I can't imagine, I, I just, I do not agree. Also, if you're the one in a relationship, you're the one who's obligated to be loyal. So the whole other woman, like, they're to blame, that's bad. And it's literally designed to keep women apart. Hmm. And uh, clip number two? This is basically a part two, but <laughs> I think... A huge problem in our culture right now is that we just say, oh, men are monsters, they're terrible, they're horrible. We don't hold them accountable and then we blame other women and we ask women to adjust their behavior instead of just saying men need to change their behavior. It's sexism, it's classic misogyny. I think that reasons people were going in on Sumner to begin with was that first video where she was like, I had no idea. I didn't. I was new to Los Angeles. I mm-hmm. didn't know who Adam Levine was. You knew right? who I, Adam I think was. that that's the, the, the sort of reason why people uh, went in on her. But uh, but Emily Ratajkowski, like what's weird with stuff like this when like TikTok has changed everything. Like people are commenting on it. Like back in like even a few years ago, you would never get another celebrity commenting on a story like the Adam Levine story. Mm-hmm. Like it would just never happen. Yeah. But TikTok is just like, it's just changed. It's changed all of that, man. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A lot of people weighing in on this Adam Levine cheating scandal. So uh, if you remember yesterday, um, an Instagram model by the name of Sumner Stroh released uh, a bunch of stuff on TikTok talking about how she had been having a one-year-long affair with Adam Levine uh, while his wife, Bahati Prinsley, was pregnant with their third kid. And so much so that he had told her that I guess he wanted to, like, name their new baby after her. Anyway, here's a little bit from Sumner. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. Mm-hmm. At the time, you know, I was young i was naive and i mean quite frankly i feel exploited i wasn't in the scene like i am now um so i was definitely very easily manipulated we're in five is practically elevator music at this point so i'm sure you know who adam levine is um but adam and i were seeing each other for about a year after i stopped talking to him over you know a period of months this is uh how he came back into my life so. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. Oof. You okay with that? Oof. Dead serious. <laughs> 
Okay, and then so Adam Levine sent out a statement saying uh, a lot is being said about me right now, and I want to be clear. I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line. But then another woman came out, and she showed her DMs from Adam Levine, one of which said, I have two kids now. I'm over it. I want out. It sucks. And then everybody started um, weighing in on this. So uh, Chrishell Staus from, where's she from? Is that Selling oh, Sunset? Sunset, is that, yeah. Is that where she is? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she said, um, when apologizing for cheating publicly, I hate the we will get through it together part of yeah. uh, of a man. Exactly, Deepa. Uh, don't speak for her. You've done enough. And then actress uh, Sarah Foster sort of took a different side. She wrote, um, cheating is gross. This woman who chose to make a viral TikTok video, putting it out there for the world to see, for a pregnant woman to see, when she could have just messaged her privately, we don't feel sorry for you. We knew this man, you knew this man was married and you participated. Mm. And then so Emily Ratajkowski, um, supermodel, uh, was replying to Sarah Foster, who sort of put some of the blame on Sumner. And Emily Ratajkowski had this to say. I don't understand why we continue to blame women for men's mistakes especially when you're talking about 20-something-year-old women dealing with men in positions of power who are twice their age. The power dynamic is so skewed. It's ridiculous. Like, it's predatory. It's manipulative. It's... I can't imagine... I, I just... I do not agree. Also, if you're the one in a relationship, you're the one who's obligated to be loyal. So the whole other woman, like, they're to blame, that's bad. And it's literally designed to keep women apart. The interesting thing about all this is that this oftentimes happens to people who have, like, really great reputations for being, like, super nice people. But it's like Adam Levine. Oh, he's got a terrible reputation. (laughs) Right? His reputation is that he's trash. Like, deep, deep, you're going to get a headache. Your eyes are rolling so far back in your head. I just don't understand what he's saying. The fa- like, I didn't have an affair. You were clearly emotionally, whatever. Let's say it wasn't yeah. physical. You were emotionally cheating on your wife for whatever that period was, a year. You've been messaging other women. And I hate that it's like, I don't think he would have said anything to his wife if Sumner didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like he planned on on even mentioning it. So I'm like, this mm-hmm. is, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. And then yeah. when you see the, the screen grabs from the other, oh. like his conversations with other women, yeah. like telling one girl, he's like, yo, you got me hooked yeah yeah right yeah. you need to mess with me yeah yeah come yeah. on I know, bro. trash bags bro <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and he trifling. came out fast with a statement like i was oh, like same day to. same day right trifling ass. Yeah. i'm sure you're right you're right. it was in his notes <laughs> yeah it was all it was already there it was already oh, set to go man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Queen's funeral on Monday is expected to be the most watched live television event in the history of television. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are expecting 4.1 billion people over half the world's population to tune in. I was shocked when I found out what the second most watched television oh. event was in history. Can I guess? Yeah. You will never get it. Is it Prince Charles and Princess Diana's wedding? Nope. Is it Princess Diana's funeral? Nope. Oh, is it like sports related? Uh, yes. 
Yes. Is it like a football game or something? No. What like is it? A halftime show? No, not a halftime show. No, because oh, that's, that's all that's all American. Okay, right? it's, it's like, gotta be a soccer match. No. So like the, a World Cup. So the last the last event to get in like that kinds of billions. So first of all, so the billions. Sydney the Sydney Olympics, uh, sorry the the Sydney New Year's Eve fireworks in 2010 was huge. Of course, mm-hmm. the wedding between Prince Charles and Lady Diana was huge. Um, the Live Eight concert in 20, 2005 was huge. But in 1996, 3.5 billion people watched Muhammad Ali light the cauldron at the Atlanta Olympics. Oh. Because you have to think global. Who is global, right? Uh-huh. Like who? Like to the the way you get those kinds of eyes on a television event is the person on television has to be a global icon. The Queen is mm. a global icon. Muhammad Ali was a global icon. You know, I I never saw oh, that. Yes. Was, oh, uh, you didn't? Huh? I didn't. Was no. third place Betty White hosting SNL? That was not. Um, no. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's crazy though. That wow. that kind of those kinds of eyes. That, so, so I, I missed that. That you didn't that watch moment. the no, no I you didn't. That it was beautiful because he was like because he had um, he had uh, the Parkinson's and like yeah. it was just such a it was such a beautiful moment watching Ollie um, light the uh, the cauldron at the the ninety six Olympics. It was like beautiful. Wow. Uh, Damn it, Maury caught up with royal commentator uh, Victoria Arbiter to talk about the long lines that uh, people, they're actually turning people away and shutting down the line oh. uh, to uh, see the queen lying in state. People have been waiting upwards of six to seven hours in line to have a moment to pay their respects to the queen as she lie in state. Was it at all shocking that thousands were willing to wait that long and everyone was okay with it? No, not at all shocking. Uh, there's been a it's a bit of a cliche that Britons are very uh, professional when it comes to queuing. We tend to queue a lot and we always form an orderly queue. But actually, just in the last five minutes, we've learned that the queue is now extending up to 11 hours. And in, so officials have actually closed the queue for a six hour period in order to allow a little breathing room and so as not to disappoint people that are travelling down to London. I think people are really feeling the pull of Westminster Hall. This is an opportunity for them to pay their respects to the Queen, to say a personal farewell and the atmosphere from everything we've been told in there is incredibly peaceful and reverential and uh, it's a moment in history that people want to witness. Yo, my mom took the day off of work yeah, on Monday. So beautiful. To yeah. watch. Did, uh, did you see that guy pass out? One of the Queen's guards. Yes. No. So, oh my God! What so, the, so the so the 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 casket is on like this like platform, like a two stair platform, mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by like the Queen's the Queen's guards. And there was one guy just like in a suit, like one of the one of the dudes, and he just face planted off the second mm-hmm. stair and like hit the floor. Oh my God! Well, just they're from, standing there for so, hours. Yeah, yeah. For how, hours. So how many hours do you think? He was I don't. Staying there I don't for? know. It was like was the it first, emotion? You think or it, like or exhaustion? No, or yeah. Just... I. Jeez, I, it was probably a real long day for those guys. Yeah. Plus the hats are heavy. It, yeah. No, he wasn't one of the guys in the hats, though. He was just a, a no, no. He was just a regular guy. Um, did the other guards like rush over? Oh, yeah, them? yeah, people, yeah. People, or but was this like one of those situations hard. where they like no, you he, have to stay? Well, I mean, no. The the sorry, the the guards that were standing guard, mm-hmm. right? That's their job. They didn't rush over. It was other people who rushed over. Like the gotcha. guards that are standing guard, they didn't move. They stand. They stand. Guard. They, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was wow. really wild. But uh, but here is uh, more from Victoria uh, Arbiter on the procession and where exactly? Because I know a lot of you want to know. Uh, will Megan be when Harry is walking behind the? Uh, the hearse. Do we know if Meghan Markle will be walking with Harry behind the coffin? 
It is unlikely that we will see uh, the royal wives in the procession uh, simply because that is something that the male members of the family do, along with Princess Anne. Princess Anne has never differentiated herself from her brothers. She is the Queen's only daughter, and we will see her walking in the procession. The royal wives, uh, so Kate, the Princess of Wales, Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, the Queen Consort, they are likely to follow in car. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. The uh, funeral for Queen Elizabeth is happening uh, right now. Uh, earlier, we saw everybody sort of walk in with the casket and the, the flowers and Harry, Meghan and uh, Kate and uh, William, everybody else. Um, this is the opening statement from who was this that said this more? Do you know? Yeah, I figured it out. It's David Hoyle, who is the dean of Westminster Abbey. Thank you very much. Here, where Queen Elizabeth was married and crowned, we gather from across the nation, from the Commonwealth and from the nations of the world to mourn our loss, to remember her long life of selfless service and ensure confidence to commit her to the mercy of God, our maker and redeemer. With gratitude, we remember her unswerving commitment to a high calling over so many years as Queen and Head of the Commonwealth. With admiration, we recall her lifelong sense of duty and dedication to her people. Um, it's interesting, that building, eh? Like Westminster. We don't have anything. Like, everything takes place there, right? Like, yeah. that's where the big weddings, the big funerals, the coronations. All the big spectacles. Like, we don't, like, you look at this city. It's like, what's that building in this, like, Eaton Center? Like, what's our, <laughs> like, like, what's our, like, what's our landmark sort of, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have that because it's a new, like, we're new compared to compared to London, right? Like, we're new. What's we that big mall in Edmonton? No. West Edmonton Mall? Mall? No. No. They got a roller coaster in there. No. Come on now. Um, Maybe like in 84, but not uh, not now. Like, we don't have that, like, that I guess sort if we of... had to, we would do it at, like, the U of T or something. A U of T? No. Because they have big old castle type buildings. Yeah. What about in yeah. old Montreal? Oh, maybe old Montreal, yeah. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you're right. Something like that. Or in right? Ottawa, you could just do it at the Mint. At the Mint? Yeah. Nah, that's boring. Yeah. Well, that's where all the money is. Yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah. More it goes there. Can't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Castelloma. Yeah. Castle. Uh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But that's privately yeah. owned. Yeah. 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 You're right. But I uh, maybe Castelloma. Yeah. I like Castelloma a lot. Uh, people were waiting uh, over the weekend for hours and hours and hours to sort of pay their respects to the Queen. David Beckham was offered the chance to skip the line, mm-hmm. and David Beckham refused to skip the line because uh, his dad would not have approved. And uh, so David Beckham waited 13 hours in line like, every, oh, yeah. like, like everyone else. Like family and stuff? I think he was alone. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, so here is, uh, here's David Beckham. I grew up in a family that were all royalists. And today I think back to my grandparents because if my grandparents were alive, they would have been here. So it's nice to be here to celebrate with everybody, you know, the, the life of Her Majesty and, and the legacy that she's left. Lucky as a nation to have someone that has led us the way Her Majesty has led us, with kindness, with caring, and always reassurance. Her Majesty was someone special and will be missed not just by everyone in our country, but everyone around the world. Yeah.
Do you know who else waited in line almost as long as Tilda Swindon? Did she really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, her family, I was reading this, Tilda Swinton's family, and I'm trying to maybe look at look this up for me, Shem. Her family is like the only, like the Swinton family name is like the longest lineage that you can trace back in Europe. I think that that's, I think that that's her family. Really? It's, yeah. She has like this crazy um, family lineage where it's, you can trace like that family tree directly, like longer than any family. I'm trying like, to remember. Hold on, like more clout than the queen's family? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to remember what the, what the, the, the story behind her family name is, but I was reading it the other day and it's absolutely fascinating. Huh. Um, that she was look that up for me, and we'll we'll, we'll come back to that. Yep. Did you find it, Sham? Yep. What is it? So uh, Tilda Swinton. Um, let me see here. Uh, her bloodline. Her, her parents, Sir John Swinton of Kimmergheim, Berkwickshire, yeah. and Judith Lady Swinton, who was born in Australia to the Scottish King, who died in 1329. Her parents are a common descendant of Robert II, Bruce's grandson. So back to like the 1300s. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Like she's like directly, right? Like it's so, crazy. So yo, she should be sitting on that throne. No, it's not. It doesn't work that way. Not like that? No. Like my family's been in no, it. No, it's like Game of Thrones. There was plenty of royals, right? Sure. But, you know, not everybody gets to sit. That she uh, was. She got her family's uh, got fight the king or something yeah and she stood there and waited too even after even after wow. having, uh, having that lineage uh, she uh, she stood there and waited as well uh buckingham palace had to release a statement talking about the snub of uh prince harry and Meghan markle because if you remember um during the funeral yesterday they were seated second row yeah and uh, everybody cool, else man. everybody else's front row so they say this the order was approximately age order but trying not to split up families so harry and Meghan were seated on the uh uh, second row. The palace suggested that apart from Prince William, who is 40 mm-hmm. um, and next in line for the throne, other grandchildren of the queen had been seated in order of age with Peter, who's 44, Zara, who's 41, being in the front row ahead of the second row occupants, Harry, who's 38, Beatrice and uh, Eugenie, who's 32. So they say that it was all done by age. Yeah, right. Right. More like snub. Right. And uh, speaking of snubs, I don't know if you saw um, Donald. So uh, Joe Biden was in, I think, like the 14th row. Yeah. Right. And Donald Trump, who wasn't invited to the funeral. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Okay. So Donald <laughs> Trump wasn't invited. Of course he had something wasn't to say. invited to the funeral. <laughs> yeah. um, so Biden was in the uh, 14th row at Westminster Abbey and uh, he went on his social media platform, Truth Social, whatever the hell the thing's called. Uh, and uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, this is what's happened to America in just two short years. No respect. However, a good time for our president to get to know the leaders of certain third world countries if i were president they wouldn't have sat me back there and our country would be much different than it is right now so goofing on by such oh my god you weren't invited <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> but any chance he like, gets any chance he gets you weren't invited even still any chance he gets right? like Everybody else okay. was there. Forget about. Listen, <laughs> right? Can I just say? Yeah, that was a pretty sick burn, though. <laughs> I know, I know, it was a sick burn. Right? But again, dingbat, you weren't invited. I know. If but I was invited. If I was invited. Read if the line I, about the if about was, getting to know the other leaders. Because he's back in the fourteenth row, right? Yeah. So he said. 
This is what's happened to America in just two short years. No respect. However, a good time for our president to get to know the leaders of certain third world countries. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> you weren't invited. I know. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's looking like Kanye. So Kanye was on a market call on CNBC yesterday talking about how he wants out of his 10-year gap deal that he only signed in 2020. So and uh, his gap line has reportedly made a billion dollars in sales Ooh. in its first year. That according to Forbes. And in 2021, Bloomberg estimated that about $970 million of Kanye's uh, fortune was attributed to that gap wow. deal. Um, Did they release any of that stuff at Gap Canada? I don't I didn't know s- if they... I didn't see anything. No, I don't know. But uh, but here's a little bit of Kanye talking about why he wants out of the deal. I think that Gap can ever sort of regain its cool again and, and, they only and be have, they a only big have player? One, they only have one opportunity to be able to be a big player. What do you think it is? I feel like you're not happy with them today, so you're not going to be too optimistic. No, I'm saying and they have... One individual on the planet that could save the gap. And who that individual. Uh, <laughs> I'm asking you, who do you think it is? Sometimes the answer is sitting right in front of you. Oh, oh God. <laughs> well, there, there was a lot of potential in this deal, but it sounds like you're, you're terminating. Well, the, it, it, don't, don't bring a leader in and have them not lead. Why, you know, why would I argue with people who are getting paid by the gap? I'm sorry, you know, I'm not going to argue with people that are broker than me about money. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, wow. we, th- we thank you for Come the time today and for joining us on the show. Jesus, Kanye. All right, Appreciate the glasses it. Are like, there we Come go. on, that line right now, I'm not going to argue with people that are broker than me about money. <laughs> Fair enough. But anyway, uh, Kanye's lawyer sent a, uh, a letter to the Gap indicating. Can I, can, I, can I play one more? Yeah, sure. A memorable quote from yeah. Kanye's interview with uh, CNBC yesterday. Yeah. And everyone knows that, you know, I'm the, I'm the leader, I'm the king. Right. So uh, a king can't live in someone else's castle. A king has to make his own castle. I'm the king. Uh, (laughs) Kanye maintains that the Gap breached the agreement by not selling Yeezy Gap branded products in its uh, brick and mortar stores locations and failing to open dedicated stores for Kanye's brand. So that is the uh, reason he's wanting out of that deal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adnan Syed was released from uh, prison in Baltimore yesterday after serving 23 years for the 1999 murder of his classmate and former girlfriend, uh, Mei Min Lee. Now, why this is a huge story was his case was the one that gained such notoriety in 2014 when the podcast Serial investigated the story behind the charges. Uh, which inspired like subsequent investigations and documentaries and prosecutors now have up to 30 days to decide if they're going to bring new charges against him. So he can be charged again, uh, but right now he's out. He's uh, he's under house arrest. He has like an ankle bracelet on everything else, but he's out of prison after 23 years. This after serial sort of brought that case into light. I know that you're a huge fan of that show mm-hmm. and listen to those episodes. So right? I listen to the entire podcast. And the evidence that originally, because I think this was from like 99, right? That this happened. Yeah. And the evidence presented didn't line up. And it was a shock that he was sent away to prison, which is part of the reason why this podcast was put together. Yeah. And the investigative reporters on Serial 
did their own independent investigation with all the information that they had, including interviews with Adnan Syed Mm -hmm. and other people that were involved. And they came to the conclusion based on their own investigation, that he did not do it. And I think they tried to present well, the it, info and here, here's it wasn't the, Here's the thing. Is nobody's, nobody's saying that he didn't do it right now. What they're saying is that the prosecutors didn't disclose all the information and facts about the case they had to his defense. Mm-hmm. So and, that's why he's out. And the podcast tried to question that yes. with people who were involved in the original case and weren't getting any answers. So I know you're a huge fan. Uh, Serial will publish a new episode of this story today. Yes. Uh, Love on, it. Uh, on their feed. So oh, uh, there you go if you're, if you're a big fan of that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so yeah. Kristen Chenoweth, if you remember, Kristen Chenoweth was on Celebrity Family Feud and they had to bleep her because she said something uh, so terrible. So here is that clip from uh, Kristen Chenoweth on Celebrity Family Feud and then we'll tell you exactly what she said. Ladies, we've got the top six answers on the board we asked 100 women after the lips what's your favorite part of a man to kiss Kristen rhymes with (laughs) (laughs) wow Wow. Right out the gate. Oh <laughs> right out the gate. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a good Christian girl. Forgive me. It rhymes with it. No. Okay. So then what happened was is originally somebody had said that what Kristen had said that they believed was rhymes with Venus, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh wow. But what she actually said was rhymes with heinous. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay now. Yeah. So uh, Kristen Chenoweth on uh, the Jennifer Hudson show going over all of the fallout from Celebrity Family Feud. You did something else that I love, which is Family Feud. You was recently on Family Feud. How was that? Because I need to know because I'm trying to get there. <laughs> don't act like y'all don't love some Family Feud now. Okay. Well, as some of your audience may know, my dad and mom feel like they can't go to church anymore because <laughs> one of my answers was, and Steve had just What'd got... you say? Jennifer, I don't know what's wrong with me when I get nervous. Um, I, first of all, I'm not a gamer. I don't like games. I'd rather play Carnegie Hall or have a pap smear. Anything but games. <laughs> okay? Anything but games. But I wanted to do it for my... my you, it was charity, and I could get, do it for my camp. So here's the short short story that I'm supposed to wrap up. Okay. Steve Harvey had just told the crowd this is one of the nicest girls, sweet, talented person in Hollywood. And good Christian. And I said, oh, thank you, Steve. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you. Then, And the question is this. For a woman, besides the lips, where does she like to kiss a man? Girl, where? I said... What'd you say? Rhymes with heinous. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Christian Chenoweth and what? That is so funny. Why couldn't I have said cheek, arm, forehead? <laughs> I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen, that I said that. I will never do that again. And I will never be on Family Feud again. They have showed it four times. I was at the mall the other day, and a lady came up to me and said, You said rhymes with heinous? <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Hey, I have a few details about the book signing next week oh, um, because yeah. I know Shem is, poor Shem has been bearing the brunt of all this, people messaging him and having tons of questions and stuff like this. <laughs> uh, so some of, the, some of the questions, okay, so as far as I know, there is no sort of like, because somebody had asked like how long can you start to line up? You can line up as long as you want to. Oh. If you're willing to line up, you can line up. So nobody's going to tell you to leave. By the way, Indigo, Bay and Bloor, 7 p.m., on the 28th. Correct. One week from tonight, I think it is, yes, right? right. It's, it's, one, it's one week from tonight. Um, uh, will they have books there to buy if you don't get yours in time? Yes, Indigo will have tons of books there mm-hmm. to buy. You can bring your own if it was already um, delivered to you. That's no problem at all. Uh, DJ Climax, I believe, is going to start spinning at 6. Mm-hmm. Do um, we need earplugs because it's going to be so loud? No, I it's listen, been dubbed, um, <laughs> It's been oh, no. dubbed Wild Night Dude, at the Bookstore. No, you're killing me with so, this. Has Indigo I, said anything no, to you? No, they, they haven't, but I'm worried because they haven't. Oh. Um, oh, oh but okay. I, no, they're cool. They're cool. Okay. They're cool. They're I do. Cool. I have a question cool. about that yes. because it is Wild Night at the Bookstore, right? Yes. DJ Climax is spinning. When right. have you ever heard a DJ spinning inside of a bookstore during right. a, a signing for, for an author, right? Right, yes. Um, glow sticks? Uh, yeah, are you we can to bring, bring whatever you would like. Yeah, you can bring whatever you'd like. Okay, <laughs> sparklers uh, probably not. No, I don't no. think sparklers are allowed. Fire, fire, and health and safety and all that other right. stuff would have to but get glow approval on that. Are. Glow sticks, yeah, okay, sure, go for it. I don't cool. care about glow sticks. Are we still? Hey, are we still good with the rally towels? Yeah, I'm right. Shit. We are. Yeah. Okay. How right. many rally towels are you bringing for people? A lot. Um... I don't know yeah. yet. Okay, I like. I, I don't know how many people are even going to show up, right? Like, Is I, it I, look I like honestly, a Jays game? I don't know how many. I've never been to a book signing. I don't know how many people show up to a book signing, right? Like, it could be like a totally modest amount. Like, I have no idea. Uh, right? Have you not seen like the hype surrounding? <laughs> okay. Your, I, I know. your book, Listen, okay. especially when it's Bro. been dubbed by you, Wild Night at the Bookstore? <laughs> okay, that's not mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. Um, what if like 10 people show up? <laughs> oh, God. No. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that I'm, as well. Yeah. I think it's, it's yeah. going to be a lot. Like, okay. 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 It's okay. gonna be a lot. Okay. It's gonna be a lot. Okay. Uh, so climax is gonna do his thing at six. Um, yeah. There's gonna be an onstage portion where you will get to hear me do a quick interview with Sangeeta Patel from ET Canada. Then after that, I believe I'm gonna be going down and doing the signing mm-hmm. for people. Um, you can do like a selfie behind, but I won't be able to stand up and do individual pictures. So gotcha. all that is fine. And then the the big thing a lot of people had was, will there be a cutoff, right? Um, as far as I know, there won't be a cutoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if the store closes, trust me, we will figure it out. I can just tell you that I will not leave that the premises or the sidewalk or the food court or wherever they have to stick us mm-hmm. until everybody's book is signed. Great. Okay. Love so it. that's, that's if my, it's that's comparable to the queen's uh, queue in 24 hours. Well then, then listen, then you're lining up right to see me the same way you line up to see the queen, mm-hmm. not saying, you know what I mean? Right? No, I yeah. hear you. <laughs> not calling myself okay. a queen, Maury. No, uh, I, I was oh, comparing here. age. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody you. wants to know, are we pre-drinking before the release? Like me? Am I? My problem is this, you know me and having to go pee, right? Mm-hmm. Like my problem is this is that I really wanted to get a little bit buzzed, right? Like just have a couple of drinks. There's a bar right next door. I Italy. know, but I'm going to have to go pee. I cannot mm. have a lineup full of people in front of me and then excuse myself to go pee. I will okay. get murdered. Right. With people just taking pictures, like selfies of an empty desk, right? With me not there. Oh yeah, on a pee break. Oh, and then and then you get killed on no, social. No, I know. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, look at this big shot. I know. I Didn't might want to take a picture I, I, with I, me. I might have to bring Daddy's little helper with me. Oh no! Oh, right? no, 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 no. Okay, I do have yes. one one because we got to go. But uh, yes. one quick serious question. Yes. 
Uh, a lot of book signings, yes. authors will then stand and read like a passage from the book. Like I don't a, think a I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to do a reading. We're doing the interview instead. Okay. Instead, instead okay. of the reading. Audience yeah. questions. Yeah. Um, <sighs> more. Why don't you ask people if they have any questions? Oh and then no, you I can... want to stand up and ask questions. Oh. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> well, listen, it is going to be a wild night at the bookstore. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh my God! So, a leading expert in the Russian prison system. Oh God. Okay. okay. <laughs> says that the Kremlin's latest recruitment tactic in the war on Ukraine is like something out of like a worst nightmares scenario. So, the head of Vladimir Putin's shadowy like private army called the Wagner Group, although they deny that they have private. Um, contractors doing this stuff but they group. but they do uh, so they've been taking trips to russian prison camps in order to enlist convicted criminals to fight in ukraine and according to reports from military analysts and videos that people who are convicts are already in ukraine fighting they say the recruitment campaign is targeted at some of russia's worst criminals they say quote putin's plan is to recruit at least fifty thousand convicts they've already sent more than three thousand inmates to ukraine including serial murderers robbers and at least one cannibal oh my god <laughs> at least one at least so one there could at, be more at least one cannibal now here's the thing is that these are like prisoners and not soldiers so so far out of the first 42 convicts recruited in mm -hmm. that first group only three survived and out of the second group of the 66 convicts they sent over only six returned home <laughs> One without a leg, I believe. So, oh, no. Right? Yeah. Anyone ask the cannibal? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> right, was he part of that squad? I don't know what happened. Yeah, man. So, because nobody wants to fight. Of course. Right? Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to fight. So they're like, well, what do we do now? We'll go to the prisons. Yeah. Right? Bro. That's. No, that's not, next level. Not, uh, and family members have been like watching the news and stuff like this in Russia. And they're like, Ugh! like people that like people and people who have like testified in court and stuff like this where they're like, oh my God, I helped put that guy away. Yeah. And now I hope, he, he, I hope he don't come back. And now he's not in the jail anymore. <laughs> right. And we all watch Stranger Things. Like we know what those Russian prisons look oh, like. Oh, yeah. Bro. Mm -hmm. You know, brutal. Brutal. Full of demigorgons. Yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. SNL is back. As we know, um, Meg the Stallion is going to be on week three. So they're going to come out of the oh, gate sick. October 1st, October 8th, and October 15th with three live shows in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, Miles Teller is going to be leading it all off from oh. uh, Top Gun Maverick. Love it. Uh, his musical guest is going to be, who is it, Kendrick? Yep. Is that oh, who it Kendrick is? And, and then you got um, Brendan Gleeson, who uh, you know from... He just played a hard ass in something that I just watched recently. Brendan Gleeson? Uh, yeah, you, you'll know him to see him. He's always like a he's always like a heavy. He's got like an accent and uh, oh, this guy. Yeah, you know him. He's always like Please. the he's always the hard ass yeah. in every movie he's ever. Oh in. Oh my god! You know who he looks like? Who's that? He looks like Thomas Markle. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in Paddington too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Paddington. <laughs> 2, okay. Why didn't you just say the guy from Paddington? Because I, 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 I didn't. I didn't see Paddington too. What is he in, Shem? Um, he's he always plays a hard ass and stuff, right? He's always got that. Like, uh, he sort of reminds me of like all those old kind of school, older dudes that look like they could, you know, like. 
Oh, he's in the Harry Potter movies. Like he'd punch in the elbow and like you'd he's feel in State it for of the a week. TV series. Yeah. Anyway, he's done a lot. Uh, but Blake his Paddington music, too. His musical guest is going to be Willow. I oh, guess he was in Riverdance. I guess Willow Smith. Oh, uh-huh. for God's sake! I tell the, I, I called. I'm trying to pump the guy up as being a hard ass, and you're coming at me with Riverdance and Paddington. <laughs> nah, Paddington too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Get him for part one. Anyway, his <laughs> musical guest is going to be Willow. Willow Smith. Yeah. Uh, who's releasing uh, her uh, upcoming? album on the 23rd called Coping Mechanism and then uh, they're going to round out on October 15th with Meg the Stallion who is going to be hosting and musical guesting. Oh yeah, hosting. Yes, yes okay. she's doing uh, double duties. So that's the uh, lineup for SNL. Okay. Oh, he was also in The Tragedy of Macbeth. <laughs> okay. I, th- I thought this guy had done a ton, man. No, he played Donald Trump in the Comey rule. Oh yeah, that's right. He played Donald Trump. Oh, Paddington no, Two didn't help you. No, it didn't. No, I didn't see Paddington Two, man. <laughs> but isn't Paddington Two like one of the most like highly reviewed movies of all time? Isn't that like its claim to fame? Like Paddington Two is like the best reviewed movie ever. You, you, yeah, you did that. Story. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. because Queen Elizabeth was in Paddington Two. Remember that's right. she did that scene with them. Oh yeah. And everybody was like, "Is that the actual that's queen the of that mar- lady?" The sandwiches in the purse. Story yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. I know. What's that? What's yeah. that, Sham? The ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Paddington yeah. too. Right. Who's that jackass that took down that one percent though? Come on, uh, roll with it, man. Yo, big up like, Paddington too. Better put respect on that movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Will Smith. Um, is looking like uh, he's got a sort of major comeback project that he's eyeing. Um. Are they any of the projects that were canceled? Or I don't know. Postponed, this one think? is it's a this is a movie called Brilliance with Paramount. He hasn't fully committed to it yet, but mm. he's in I guess uh this has been a passion project of his, which he's going to reteam with his longtime collaborator, uh, Akiva Goldsman, who they did iRobot, I Am Legend, and Hancock together. Mm-hmm. I loved oh, Hancock. Did Hancock you, was amazing. Right? Love that movie. I can't believe they didn't franchise Hancock. Yeah. To be honest with you. That, to me, have. that movie, like that if was a any of those Will Smith movies was a no-brainer to franchise, I don't know yeah. why they didn't build that out. Yeah. That was really, really good. And because it's, it's rare to see um, something that is kind of like an independent story of sort of superhero that doesn't exist in any sure. of the other worlds because he did that in 2008 and like marvel wasn't even really marvel then no right like mm. at, at all you had a couple of the batman movies like the the nolan movies but were it good. wasn't what the mcu is no, right now or even no. dc no not stuff, at all right? so um uh brilliance is uh described as uh, centering around the one percent of the human population that since 1980 have been born with extraordinary abilities does that not sound a whole uh, lot like the robbie amell movie Code 8. Code 8. Yeah. Right? Also X-Men? Also X-Men. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I like Will Smith a lot, but I still think he needs to lay low a little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You you don't think it's time for him to... You don't think so, huh? man. I think he'll still catch heat. Yeah. I think that apology that he released was a mistake. I think that that was... I think that that was a huge mistake. But I don't... I don't know. I mean, it just... I guess it just... Just a little bit longer. I I guess, you know, you're going to have to find out the... um, You're going to have to find out the hard way, which is, you know, he's going to have to release a movie and then you're going to have to just see if people go and see it. I guess. (laughs) Right? Like, I think that that's the only way to do it i don't think that there's another way to introduce will what i think he should do is i think that he should continue bad boys for no his next whatever he does next should be um should be netflix 
because mm. that way people won't have to actually go and spend money. Right. They can qu- quietly tell people that they, you did know, don't want to go into a Will Smith movie. Did he finish filming Bright 2? I don't know. That movie was ass. I didn't even watch it because I heard it was ass. Yeah, that but movie was But I know that it got great. Like they fil- I think they either finished or they were in the middle of yeah, production right. of uh, part two when all the stuff went down. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.